in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, The Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And a welcome into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're seen live in the Ingalls studio on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. And it's uh, it's looking a little different. We got the camera angles all, uh, all all differentiated here. And of course, now I have to chase Tank around because his screen Uh-oh. got smaller and he doesn't stand still. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! We'll figure it out. It's first day. It's first day on the uh, three man camera setup here with uh, myself, Jeremy, and of course, intern Jake. Welcome in. I appreciate it, everybody, and uh- for everyone listening. From the five on it segment yesterday, you're welcome. Man, I mean, he, he, the kid's taking Bangers. my job. Like, <laughs> I, I really need to brush up on my ability to like sweep floors and empty <laughs> trash cans. Kids taking the betting segment, and hitting banger parlays, soccer. Uh, I didn't even fully understand what he said, but I do know it hit. I love it. I love it. He he's only been with us for for a week now. I think he's been he's been with us for a full week now. And he's he's already doing segments, he's running games. We're just we're throwing you to the wolves here. We're, yeah, I'm we're, we're throwing you. you into the fire, Jake. It's a great time. Can't beat it. All right, we've got a lot to get into today. We got the uh, U.S. Open second round. Looks like uh, Ricky Fowler still uh, hanging around, still for hanging now. around, doing some stuff. And uh, we'll talk about. Uh, What's transpired today in L.A.? Also, pretenders and contenders. This is going to be the new intern Jake game for the day. He's going to give us teams, and then Jeremy and I are going to we'll, we'll stake our claim. Pretender we'll, or we'll contender. battle it out. In 2023 for the NFL. But before we get into all of that, I mean, we've got the daily draft coming up at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. I think you're all going to like it. It is a foodocracy topic, which means I'm going to just kill Jeremy at this game. That's not necessarily true. <laughs> uh, and also, in that segment, I will be doing something that I have never done before. Uh-huh. I have lived in the South virtually my entire life. I have never had a whole tier one. I got into an argument with somebody on Twitter that I wouldn't like it because it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I had a little tiny can, which for me is, I mean, first of all, it makes me feel like a giant. So I can just down it quickly. You feel like Andre. I do. Uh, I Somebody told me it was like a really sweet mixture of a Dr. Pepper and a Cherry Coke. Two things that I really, really enjoy. So, during that segment, I have a, a nice frosty cheer one. And I will let you know what I think about it. All right. Very good. Uh, and, uh, of course, the, the the main topic of today here on ESPN Asheville is it's a joyous day. Michael Jordan is selling the Charlotte Hornets, which means for the first time in 13 years, we can have hope. Ladies and gentlemen. Well, the thing I don't really understand is what you think that's going to do. I so you're don't getting an owner. Know. Your ownership group is the current minority owner mm-hmm. and a minority owner from the Hawks. Yep. Not exactly the bastion of stability. So I, 
I mean, is it just because it's not Michael? Yes. It's been 13 years, and I'll be honest with you, other than changing the name of the franchise, I don't know what you've done here. Uh, Drafted very poorly. Uh, You got LaMelo Ball, which uh, I think, I I don't know that I can give you credit for that. That was kind of like the layup question of, one of these things is not a dog, Uh, a a coyote, uh, a Labrador, or a basketball. I got it. I think it's see, because uh, it's basically all you've done. Mm-hmm. But I also don't know how much of this you put on Michael. You have think, always I, been I a huge a detractor Michael. that it's all his fault, and I don't understand that. Really? He's, Has he he's hired not the one that makes his... hire, hiring decisions? He's not the one that sets up the front office? Well, you, you also, to me, also just kind of glean over the fact it ain't exactly like these are the most attractive jobs in the league. Willie hired Mitch Kupchak. Okay, please tell me who would have been a better hire. Who would have taken this job that had more of a, a resume than Mitch Kupchak? We don't know because I don't really believe that Michael listened to anybody outside the Carolina family. Well, I mean, and There's you're not going to do that, that going anymore. On. And look, it doesn't work, okay? It doesn't work. It worked for, it worked for Roy. End of message, repeat the line. It didn't work for Roy in the NBA. It's not like he did anything there. No, no. But what I'm saying is this whole, you know, keep it within the family thing, that's always been a thing with Michael. Well, Buzz Peterson has played a a large role in this organization for a a long time. Okay, and that's that's great. But what has it translated to? Nothing. I, I just, I feel like Michael always gets hammered for hiring his friends when... Well, the same thing happens across the entire league. You just don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. Every owner in sports hires people that they believe in. It just so happens that Carolina, that, that Michaels are all guys that played at Carolina. So you know who they are. Mm-hmm. I, that's not untoward to me. And, and this translates into another topic that we're going to talk about at some point today. Uh, Charlotte has the second pick in this draft. Yes. Michael is going to be in control of this team through the draft from the best I can tell mm-hmm. would you or would you not be willing to listen if New Orleans called about Zion Williamson for that second pick absolutely not. No, we're, we're going to argue gonna about fight. that aggressively we're that's not what we're about talking this. about right now no that'll be coming up in the next you're both segment. out of your mind <laughs> Michael Jordan he was supposed to make us relevant do you remember how it felt Hornets fans when you found out that Michael was buying the team I mean, we had been crapped on by George Shin. Uh, you know, first up, blowing up the team when it, when we had uh, Larry Johnson and Muggsy Bogues and Alonzo Mourning. We shipped LJ off to New York, and he hurt his back and never was the same. Uh, Alonzo went on to a Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame career with the Miami Heat. But he spent two years, I think it was. It was only two, three years in Charlotte. George Sin busted it up. And then he busted the franchise up by shipping them out of town to New Orleans. Then we get Bob Johnson, the the, the owner of BET, to run the Charlotte Bobcats, which was the worst franchise in the history of the NBA. Oh, by the way, total aside, uh, did you know Tyler Perry just bought BET and VH1? No. I didn't know VH, VH1 still existed. <laughs> I was, what, and I think I read that on Tuesday. 
I was that many days old when I found out VH1 still existed. Good for him. I thought they had shuttered the doors when the Goo Goo Dolls stopped touring. Do they still Matchbox do behind the 20. music? Cause no. All the do they cool still things. play pop-up video? Because I would love that. So, funny you said that. Uh, we're, we're getting ready to do something in that vein. Oh! I, I've had pop this forever. I just needed somebody that could actually uh, facilitate it. And it's Jake. the mustached man to my left. Jake is lost. <laughs> He is completely lost right now. You have no idea what pop-up video is. No, do I don't. You're about to find out. I know a little bit about VH1, detail. but I don't know too much about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to do uh, sports pop-up videos well, with uh, YouTube, TikToks, and Reels and things like that. Well, good for good for Tyler Perry. But yeah, we got saddled with Bob Johnson and the worst expansion franchise in the history of expansion franchises. So here's what I don't understand. You're basically outlining my argument, and yet you're disagreeing with me. Every owner this team has ever had has been a disaster. And Michael's among them. Okay. And now, now, so what makes you think anything's going to change? Uh, now it's just a name you don't know. I mean, look, I, I, I know hurt. this is not popular in this market, but Charlotte is, uh, compared to the other places you could play, it is virtually impossible to get free agents here. That's why they gave Gordon Hayward a bajillion dollars, mm-hmm. because he would take it. You haven't drafted historically well, because nope. you don't spend the money for scouts that other teams do. Yep. Man, do you think that's going to change now? Do you think Brandon Miller is changing the, the, the fortunes of your franchise? I would hope so. I would hope that things would change. I have Look, no belief in that whatsoever. When you have soiled yourself so many times, it's time to change your underwear. But, but, like, but, but, need- but Michael's the only one that catches any flack for this. No, he's not. He's not. I haven't heard a soul say Bob Johnson's name probably 10 years. Legitimately, I, have, I don't think I've heard that name Absolutely, because Michael's had time to change this. Michael's Michael's had his chance. If he was going to do it, it would have happened by now, and it hasn't happened. It's been the the, the ever revolving door of front office guys and head, failed head coaches. Hell, we're doing the thing where we we hired back the coach that we fired three years ago. You tried to go down the Popovich tree and go with James Borrego, and then you go back well, to Steve disaster. Clifford. Look, I get it. Tanking idea. You know, we're we're going to tank for Victor Webinyama. It didn't work. We didn't get it. Okay, maybe you can, maybe you can say that was the goal with bringing Steve Clifford back. Why would you do that? I just don't understand. Well, it's it's just a lot of. I mean, I didn't love the the Steve Clifford thing. I, I really didn't. But good, that's good. But I get it. I mean, he's still an NBA coach. It's not like they hired me no, to be the I, head coach of the no, franchise. No, here's the thing. They, but they everything tried Michael to hire Kenny is, Atkinson, and he said no. Of course, that's the point. Of course he did. Who's the second best player on this team? The guy, the guy that's been suspended for what feels like eight years? Oh, but he's coming back next year. Are you sure? Because I'm not. Maybe, maybe our expectations were too high. Your expectations were 100% too high. That's why this doesn't make any sense to me. Because Michael was a good player. All of a sudden, you thought he was going to be the greatest owner in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. It's the same reason that Magic Johnson was the worst talk show host in the history of time. Just because you're a special athlete doesn't mean you can do this. That's what I've I've always gristled at these at the 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 laziness of some of these networks. And they go, "Well, he was a great player. He's just a great analyst." Historically, no, it doesn't. It means he's a big dumb dumb whose name you know. And I just I feel like Michael catches a lot of flack for things that other people would have done. He's been trying to shine up a poo which this franchise has been, sorry, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And you, you want to know why? You want to know the one thing that hasn't changed from the first time the Hornets were here and they were moved to uh, to New Orleans 
to, through the Bobcats to this. You don't support it. When was the last time you went to a Hornets game? Me? Mm-hmm. It's been it long. hasn't been since we've done this show. No. There you go. This team has been in the bottom five of attendance, I think, for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why players don't want to play here, but then you just want to heap it on Michael. And now, oh, frap just day, Michael's selling the team. Guess what? Second verse, same as the first. Don't be shocked when that's what happens, which is why I am firmly of the belief that there is an acquisition that you can make, and it would not be that hard. And for once, you know how badly I hate the, ooh, we have to do it to sell tickets. That no professional sports franchise has ever thought that, I guarantee you. At least the NFL, which is what I cover the most closely, None of those franchises have ever thought that. But I'm getting to a point with the Hornets that I almost think you have to do it. Mm -hmm. And before you poo-poo me, I want to, at the very least, be allowed to state my case. Okay. That there is a a favorite son of the area that his team's currently looking to move. And if if I was Michael, I would be absolutely... Picking up the phone and making an offer. An investment group led by Gabe Plotkin and Rick Schnall. Schnall, a minority owner with the Atlanta Hawks. Plotkin is already a minority owner with the Charlotte Hornets. They have formed a group here. I've seen reports today that Jay Cole is part of this group. There's also uh, Eric Church, who is a North Carolina native. He's part of the ownership group here as well. Don't know how big their stakes are, but... I do like the fact that that gives a little, hey, we're doing stuff. We're, we're, we're trying to be pop culture-y again. That's what was supposed to happen with Michael. Michael was supposed to bring all of that. Yeah, and the pop culture thing doesn't matter. The product on the floor does. But I think it's all tied together because you said, who wants to play here? Well, I, I, we I, thought I, Michael was going to be a reason, and he never gave that reason. And I never understood that. I want to play for the most competitive jerk on the planet. Mm-hmm. Ask anybody that's ever been around Michael. That's what they will tell you about him. He ain't the the warm and fuzzy. He's actually a lot of similarities to the guy speaking right now. Not the warm and cuddly, kind of <laughs> abrasive. So you think players want to play for that and, and be in the shadow of the greatest player that ever lived? No. Now you at least have a faceless, well, uh, nameless ownership group. There you go. That's there, there's another celebration rule. Uh, like I said, we thought Michael was going to change things, and he, and he did. He did. He changed the team name, and that was the first step to becoming relevant again. LaMelo Ball, that was the next step. Now, no more Michael. Hopefully, no more Mitch Kupchak. We find a, G, a young GM that wants to build this team and build it the right way. Build it through the draft. Do not try to build it through some harebrained scheme of an acquisition of a player who never plays. All right, we're going to get into it next. Here on ESPN Asheville, Zion Williamson. There's a serious, there are serious talks right now that New Orleans would be willing to give up Zion to the Charlotte Hornets for the number two pick. Talk about it next. So much of life these days is rushing around from one place to another. Sometimes you just want to enjoy the journey on the way to the destination. And part of what makes it a little more enjoyable is an appreciation for the folks who help you get there. At Ingalls, we know that the people who send you on your way are the same ones 
will keep you coming back. I think you should take it for a spin. Are you serious? <laughs> Ingles, all the ingredients for family. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. It's all all happening. It's all happening because there's there's rumors out there. These are not rumors. The New Orleans Pelicans are calling repeatedly to Charlotte and to Portland because they want scoot hitters. Okay. They are enamored with him. They think he is the second best player in this draft and is a franchise player. And they are willing to move off Zion Williamson mm-hmm. to get him. Mm-hmm. Let Portland have him. I don't I th- look, I think Portland's a better fit. No doubt, end of message, repeat the line. To me, that's not even debatable. But if I'm Charlotte, I would do it in a heartbeat. Because Brandon Miller's an unknown? Is that is is that what you're basing this on? No, because I, I, I think feel like I know, I know what, what I'm getting with Zion. I think I know what I'm getting with Brandon Miller. He's going to be a really good shooter. He'll be a mediocre defender. I don't. I mean, could he make an All Star game? Maybe. Okay. Could make a couple of them. Okay. Is he a star? No. I don't think he'll well, ever be a star. star player. I have a star. I don't. I don't need another star. No, you do, because you're not contending for squat without a second star. You're just not. Now, Brandon Miller will be the second star. I don't think he can be the two. That's what I'm saying. Is ah. I think on a, a, a for a team that is going to be a legit contender, he is best served to be the three because he is a great shooter. I think he's a very good player. It doesn't move the needle. And there's also a big layer of this that I don't think any of you are thinking about. Uh, M- Mr. Bridges, the, uh, the, the, the second best player on this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was just away from the team for a year for, for what? Mm-hmm. Oh, crimes. Yep. And now we're going to bring in another player. That's like the hope of the franchise who was just embroiled in well, uh, crimes. Oh yeah. That's going to, that's going to sell beautifully uh, in Charlotte. We have two guys that are both. I don't know how I feel about supporting this. Mm-hmm. And that's what you think is going to put butts in the seats. Cause <laughs> that's what you're telling me that you want, right? You want to do Absolutely. something that is going to put butts in the seats. Zion <laughs> Williamson will put butts in the seats. Well, but, but he doesn't play. He hates it in New Orleans. He signed the extension because he had to. And what would make him like it in Charlotte? It's Charlotte. He's closer to home. He's closer to his family. Mm. You understand, this kid gets a bad rap. I know this kid pretty well. I lived about 12 minutes from him when he was in high school. Mm-hmm. So I, I know a, a lot about this family and the way things go. This is not John ja Morant. Okay, this is not he's some bad guy. He was put in a bad situation. I said the night he got drafted. 
the night the New Orleans Pelicans won the lottery, I said, oh, good Lord, you just took a generational talent and put them in the, the, the middle of a disaster area mm-hmm. because they cannot keep players. They have shuffled this roster around a billion times. Now it's built around C.J. McCollum and Zion. Of course he's unhappy. Of course he's unhappy. He's overweight. Same thing happened with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis got out of shape more than once. Mm -hmm. Why? A, real easy to get fat in New Orleans. I I don't know if you've ever been. There's food everywhere. Mm -hmm. But you put Zion in a place that, if you don't think he'll sell out in Charlotte, I got a bridge to sell you. Oh, I'm sure it will. It I'm sure he'll sell out all insane. 18 games he plays. It would be insane. I'd say, and say I don't think he's going to play 18 games. I have long said I uh, think he Lord? hates it, New Orleans. <laughs> in to, fairness, to you said the, the exact same. same thing about Joel Embiid. To, to me, to, to me, they're the same. New Orleans and Charlotte, there is no difference. Uh, he's much more comfortable in one. That's the difference. Maybe. Maybe he's more comfortable in being in the Carolinas again. Zion, think about it this way. Zion Williamson was a longtime Carolina lean before he committed to Duke. Why'd he go to Duke? Money. That's always been the, the report. All I can do is take a man at his, at his word. Do you remember what he said in the press conference when he committed to Duke? He said brotherhood nine times mm-hmm. in an eight-minute press conference mm-hmm. because he's comfortable. Felt like family. Everything was hunky-dunky and weird. That entire season at Duke, he didn't have any health problems. That's that's weird that a guy had never had them in high school, never had them in college. Then all of a sudden he comes to the NBA to a team that's, well, let's be honest, largely irrelevant, away from home in a city that is really easy to get a little porky in. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he's the most injury-prone player ever. Mm-hmm. So here would be my the, the other tenant of my argument on zion williamson we got to lose now you lose brandon miller what does that change Lamelo balls uh uh bridges terry rogier gordon hayward what is that high side for that team what are you maybe in the play-in game yeah. maybe if you're if you're the luckiest 13 individuals on the planet mm-hmm. you maybe fall into the play-in game mm-hmm. and nobody cares Brandon Miller does not sell a ticket. Zion Williamson does. Mm-hmm. I can also get him for largely nothing because they want the second pick. That's it. I'll take Gordon Hayward's albatross expiring contract. You can have Zion. We'll probably fluff it up with with protected picks and things like that. There's no loss in this. There is zero loss in this. Because the only way I think you were going to be legitimately competitive in this in this conference, in the Eastern Conference, with Philadelphia, Miami, Boston, uh, all of these teams that are built to be good for quite some time is if you find another star. Well, guess what? They ain't going to sign with you. They're not signing up to play with Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. But Zion might. And let's just say this is Joel Embiid all over again because he's been special when he's been on the floor. Factor fiction. Absolutely. He fact. just hadn't been on the floor enough. Mm-hmm. Factor fiction. You made the exact same argument about, uh, argument about Joel Embiid for four years. I did. Yep. He's the reigning MVP of this league. Mm-hmm. I'll take the chance. Because you have to. You have to. You absolutely have to. Do you discredit anything I just said? Not necessarily. So with Brandon Miller, your your high side is maybe we'll be the eight seed. Awesome. That's what you've been with Michael Jordan. Okay, explain it to me. You tell me how that gets better. Uh, we got four more drafts to go. Uh, you find somebody that can draft. You find somebody that can build a team. I have no idea what future free agency will hold. 
You put a free agency in Charlotte. Uh, who's the greatest free agent ever signed in the city? Oh yeah, that guy you're desperately trying to unload right now because you had to overpay him because nobody wants to sign. And Zion him. Williamson that will be no different. Zion Williamson's committed for five years. He yeah, just signed an sure extension with New Orleans. He's committed five years, two hundred million dollars for a guy who can't get on the floor. And you're paying it to somebody right now. You're paying it to Gordon Hayward. Uh, which one do yeah. you feel better about? Um, because guess what? He can't stay on the floor either. I'm trading you one broke toy that I'm committed to for a year for another broke toy that I'm committed to for several. But, if but I'm that giving... one could actually legitimately be a superstar. Yeah. Gordon Hayward is never going to be better than the 40th best player in this league, ever. Mm-hmm. See, what you're doing is, it's the same thing I'm arguing with Michael. Is Well, Michael's going to change it, and, and George Shin was going to change it, and Bob Johnson was going to change it. This is not an attractive place to people with options. It's not. Mm-hmm. Zion doesn't have options because teams that have him are looking at him going, I don't need to take that risk. Charlotte and Portland do. And I got news for you. If this goes the way I think it's going to, and Webb and Yama goes one, that's a given. Brandon Miller goes to Portland will do this with New Orleans. Mm-hmm. We will give you three. You can have Scoot Henderson. We'll take Zion Williamson. They'll pair, pair him with Damian Lillard. And three years from now, I have a funny feeling you'll look back and go, man, how stupid were we? How stupid were we that we didn't sign up for that? Even Let's say he plays 50 games a year. That's better than Brandon Miller, and it's not all that close. <laughs> I'm it's out. just, I've heard the gnashing of teeth with Hornets fans. Oh, we can't do that. Why? Because you're afraid to break up this big seven of just dynamic basketball. No, I wanna... well, well, they win 22 games last year? Awesome. Man, I would hate to disrupt the team chemistry of this. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Zion that's, Williams that's has played about 114 your... games in four years. Okay. It's illogical to think that's going to change. It's happened one time, and it was Joel Embiid. He's not the only one that's done that. There have been plenty of guys that have been injury-prone, and, oh, I can't stay. Well, first of all, he's 285 pounds. And that's a a big knock. Uh, Is it easier to stay under – is it easier to keep weight in Charlotte or New Orleans? I've been to both a hundred times. I do. It's not close. It it is not close. New Orleans is an elite food city in this. In Charlotte. I don't really agree with you there okay i i don't i mean it's fine i'm not saying the food's awful mm-hmm. but if i'm new if i'm charlotte i will take the risk i'll hire a dietitian specifically for him i don't care if they follow him around like a labrador and new orleans hasn't done that new orleans hasn't tried to do that i you don't think, think he's, he's gonna been... allow the charlotte hornets to do that well, he if he have hasn't an allowed now. new orleans to do it he doesn't have an option now you're oh there's a hundred percent an option oh, what is it I'm a I'm a superstar and I'm not you know I'm not I'm banging every chick in town like I I've I've got it made that has nothing to do with your playing career oh a hundred percent it does if you're not all in okay, uh, if you're uh, not uh, all in away, to your get training away from and your the basketball things you're talking about here no this is not stupid things this is that, where is your mind as a player where is your career going to benefit are you coming back to because right now I think there are legit three options for this guy mm-hmm. I think that's the part that you're completely missing here there's only one thing that New Orleans wants. There's only two teams that can give it to you. Mm-hmm. If I'm Zahn, I'm begging them, please, God, trade me to one of these two. Mm-hmm. I either get to play with Damian Lillard or I get to go back home. And I'll be the biggest star this franchise has ever seen. Sure. And the risk is, well, what if he's hurt? Okay. I took a swing. I had to pay money that, by the way, you have to pay anyway. Mm-hmm. There's a salary floor in the NBA, and you're paying it to Gordon Hayward. Which would you rather do? I know I'm going to have to pay... I don't remember what his salary is. $42 million? 
I'm paying that this year one way or the other. Who would you rather pay it to? Yeah, $42 million. Yeah, who would you rather pay it to, Zion or Gordon Hayward? They're both going to – the fact that you had to yeah. think about that blows my mind. I mean, I guess it's Zion, but – Because Gordon Hayward's played about 50 games since he got to Charlotte total. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if it's the injury thing, he might be the only person on the planet that's more injury prone than Zion. Mm-hmm. This, to me, is easy. I do it, and I don't think about it because I don't get the opportunity at players like Zion Williamson often. If it's 20% that it works out, that's better than the 2% that it works out with Brandon Miller. Or maybe I'll sit back and hope I win the lottery one year when there's a Victor Webb and Yama, which we have now. There's not another one for the next handful of years. Hey, but maybe next year when you're picking the top five, you can take Bronny James. That'll be fun. <laughs> That'll be awesome, Charlotte. We can be relevant and have LeBron's kid. And maybe 41-year-old LeBron will come die here. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? But it's Michael's fault. You don't want to take the swing, but Michael made the boo-boo for hiring all his buddies. Yep. Okay, then. He sure did. This team has not been ran well under Michael Jordan. I'm glad that he's selling the team. I don't care what's next. It's you know, 13 years of this. Things haven't changed. It's time for something new. As far as Zion Williamson goes, Portland can have him. Y'all, let him be Portland's problem. The, the the thing that's not making any sense to me is all right. So, I just want to make sure I'm understanding here. Yes. So you don't want to take the shot. Nope. On this guy. Nope. So that you might possibly have a shot at winning the lottery. That's the only way you're getting a player. Maybe you've ne- there's no maybe to it. You've had a team in a city for 32 years. Mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward's the biggest free agent you ever signed. And I'll be honest with you, I couldn't name you two. It might be Mason Plumley, who you have railed on for Nicholas years. Nicholas Batum. Which was a disaster that nobody mm-hmm. wanted. You had to That's what him. I'm saying. I'm tired of doing the disasters. I'm tired of doing the big contract disasters. Well, that's your only. That's the league. This is what you have to That's That's the point I'm trying to make. You don't have another alternative. There's not a star. Let's say Charlotte had all the money in the world. And I will use the best player on the market right now. Mm-hmm. Fred Van Vliet is probably the best free agent in this class. If Charlotte offered him a max deal and Detroit offered it to him, which one's he taking? He going to Detroit. It's Detroit and it's not close. I have Cade Cunningham. I have Marvin Bagley. I have a bunch of young guys that, that maybe they'll be good and I'm the star. Mm-hmm. Just keep doing that. You're, you're going to be the fifth choice no matter what you do. So you're, you're going to take a swing eventually. I'm taking one on a guy that I know is a special talent. Now, does he have some weight problems? Does he have some injury problems? Sure. Guess what? Any broke toy that you throw this money at is going to have the same thing. Do you dispute anything I just said? I mean, we've tried it year after year. We've tried to bring in the big the 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 big free agency acquisition, and it has not worked. This so, is a so you say the big free agency acquisition. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a little lost at who you're talking about. Nick Batum was not a big free agency acquisition. <laughs> Absolutely. He was the tw- I'm looking at the class he came out of. He was the 12th best player in that class, and he got the fourth biggest deal. What does that tell you? Mm-hmm. He was the guy that would take the money. Mm-hmm. It's been that way since there's been a team in that stadium. Now, I'm at least taking a high-end swing on a young guy instead of a broken-down do- old has-been that somebody else got all the use out of. Yeah, I'm taking a swing. That's the way this league works. You're running the Hornets like it's an NFL team. This ain't how this works. It's not all equal. 
There's a reason that the L.A. Lakers have signed Shaquille O'Neal, LeBron James. I could keep doing this for a while. Mm -hmm. And the high-end acquisitions in Charlotte are Baron Davis. And and actually, they drafted him, now that I think about it. Uh, And and he ran away. Mm -hmm. Glenn Rice. That was in a trade. Who do you Mm -hmm. think needs Zion more right now? You think it's Portland or it's Charlotte? Depends on what you're asking me for. Which one? Uh, which which team does he make more competitive? I would say Portland because they have Damian Lillard. Definitely. I think him and Lamelo Ball would be probably the most must see thing in the NBA. You want to find a way to get Charlotte on on in primetime spots on Wednesdays in in on TNT? That's it. You don't have another solution. If it's about making this, trying to get this franchise out of the doldrums. I have to take a swing that's going to get me exposure. This is the first one they've had in 10 years. Well, LaMelo was supposed to do it. LaMelo's playing by himself. Mm-hmm. It's Brittany Renner's baby daddy, uh, PJ Washington, which is the most famous thing he's known for is being the dum-dum that got corralled by Brittany Renner. Mm-hmm. That's your two. That's your second best player on this team. Do you think anybody that can't currently hear the sound of my voice gives a squirt about this team? The answer is no. So I'm going to take the shot on somebody that you've at least heard of that's committed for five years. And, and may I end up throwing the money in a well? Well, historically, you've done the same thing anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's all worth it's all worth the gamble. You could be giving up a multi-year all-star for somebody who may never play. I don't know a soul play. that thinks he's a multi-year all-star. I do not know you one of You just said that a minute ago. To, Okay, so you're being very specific. Could he accidentally make two All-Star games as a reserve? Maybe. Maybe. And that's all on LaMelo Ball. Here's another thing. Is Brandon Miller keeping LaMelo Ball here? Because I'll say no. Oh, we got a shooter. Awesome. Uh, That's all he does. Uh, that's the you the get a shooter with LaMelo. You've got uh, uh, Lord knows what we're going to do with Miles. He'll be back at some point. Mm -hmm. Miles Bridges. You'll have P.J. Washington. I mean, that's that's a pretty good young core to work with. That's the nine seed in the East at best. <laughs> For now, a young team like that that maybe somebody next year wants to with play no, with. With no high oh, – so we're going to get the first free agent that's ever wanted to sign with this team ever. Maybe. And four th- – one good prospect and three mediocre dudes, and that's what's going to change the, the fr- franchise's fortune. Yeah, that sounds like Glenn Rice. That sounds like Nick Batum. That sounds like everything this team has done for the last 30 years. If you want to keep doing it, it's more power to you. Zion sounds exactly the same to me. Because you're a Zion hater. Because you're a Zion What's hater. not to hate? The 114 games in four years. Has he been special when he's been on the floor? Yes. Okay. That's, is there a path to getting another? All right, answer me this. Mm-hmm. Is there another path to you getting a special player that even makes a, a modicum of sense? Take out the injury. Can you get any player? Without mortgaging the franchise that's even in the stratosphere of this guy. When he's healthy. Not right now. There you go. You keep saying right now. You haven't done it in 30 years, but you're going to do it now. With an you unstable don't ownership you don't group know and nothing what to play the draft with. is going to bring year to year. I, I do, because uh, it's pretty easy. You can look at recruiting rankings. There ain't a Victor Webinyama coming. No, I told you about him three years ago, if that tells you anything. The NBA ain't hard to figure out because there's not a lot of Joe Burrows that just all of a sudden, holy Lord, he's special. We knew about Greg Oden when he was 13 years old. We knew about LeBron at 13 years old. There will not be another franchise player coming in the NBA draft in the next two years. That you have to – no. 
Uh, in the next two years? I Good God, know. no. Not even close. Not even close. I would wager Brandon Miller is, of the next three years, he would probably be the, just the players that I know, and you don't get somebody like that Hendrickson kid out of out of UCF, the sixth best player for the next three years. That's probably where he falls in. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this class has gotten a lot of love about being top-heavy. Scoot Henderson couldn't defend me, and Brandon Miller can't do anything really but shoot threes. Could the game improve? Absolutely. We said the same thing about a lot of other guys. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's every bit as big a risk, and the only thing you're worried about is the money. Oh, you got to spend the money, and nobody else wants to take it from you. So, I mean, Plumley, that's a great example. Hey, he's a defensive stopper. Yeah, that you're paying like an all-star. Because that's Charlotte basketball. Mm-hmm. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. When we come back, it'll be time to get just a bit outside. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. And it's time to get just a bit outside. There is, um, well, there are crimes being done. And they involve some sports legends. Nine people have been, have been indicted for charges regarding the thefts of millions of dollars worth of art and sports memorabilia, including nine World Series rings that were awarded to New York Yankees legend Yogi Berra. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Middle District of Pennsylvania announced charges on Thursday that the thefts occurred at multiple locations over a span of more than 20 years. The suspects are all Pennsylvania residents, and they range between the ages of 45 and 53. These guys have gotten together for years and perpetrated crimes. They have robbed several museums, stealing different artifacts. Um, 
including the nine World Series rings, seven other championship rings, and two MVP plaques that were taken in 2014 from the Yogi Berra Museum in New Jersey. They took the Hickok belt and the MVP trophy awarded to Roger Maris from the Roger Maris Museum in 2016 in Fargo, North Dakota. They also stole six championship belts from the International Boxing Hall of Fame in New York, five trophies, including the 1903 Belmont Stakes Trophy from the National Racing Museum and Hall of Fame in Sarasota Springs, New York. They also took other uh, things from the USGA Golf Museum that were awarded to Ben Hogan. And, oh, by the way, they don't just stick to uh, memorabilia, sports memorabilia. They've also uh, hit up the Everhart Museum in Scranton, Pennsylvania in 2005, where they stole original paintings by Andy Warhol and Jackson Pollock. They are facing massive charges, federal charges, for all of these crimes. I just wondered, like, this is the first we this is the first we've heard of it. I mean, this is like this has got to be like the, the the biggest heist since uh, what was it? The Super Bowl rings got stolen in in New England that time. You remember that story? No. You the guy broke into the jewelry store and stole all of the uh, championship rings that were usually destined with, for the New England Patriots. Yeah, usually with that, it goes in one ear and out the other. It's like, oh, <laughs> the billionaire has to buy another ring. Oh, sorry for that. Uh, so anyway, these guys are uh, facing many, many charges, many years in prison. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive to pull off this many robberies. However, as we always say, crime never pays, at least not for long. Did you happen to see the uh, rings that the Chiefs gave out last night? Uh, were they gaudy as hell? 16.1 carats. That's a lot. 16.1 carats. That's insane. And they do that stupid thing that now every championship ring does, oh, where, it opens where up. the top has to come off, and you can wear it like a medallion, and it's got a little stadium, and it looks like Arrowhead. Also had this really lame line of, Arrowhead Stadium, Arrowhead Stadium is my favorite place to be. Burp, burp, burp. I don't I don't care if that's some Chiefs thing. If it is, it's lame. All right. <laughs> you know it's not lame, and we learned it yesterday at the coronation celebration parade for your 2023 NBA champion Denver Nuggets. We learned that Christian Brown, he's a dog. Did you happen to see his candor? at the parade <laughs> no christian brown drank a number an amount of beverages that i think might take me down and he just a but a little feller over the course of the day he was he had a wwe title belt over his shoulder for some reason okay they caught him on camera just housing no less than 12 beers then the parade ends he goes into a bar on the parade route and just starts handing out tequila shots. He's pouring tequila in people's mouths behind the bar, which is super illegal, by the way. You cannot be that hammered. But right. when you win your first NBA title, I guess it's allowed. Oh, not Brown. even if I buy the bar? Not even if I like rent out the bar for the night or whatever? Can you do that? Oh, you can't do it here. I don't know about Colorado. I was going to say, can, you, in just not, in, in can, this can state? you just not go NBA big baller and lay down the stack of cash and go, this is my bar? Mine! Now. The state doesn't mean squat. 
I'm here to party. We're Let's closing go. down this joint. This is now a private event. I know in this state, the second you've had any alcohol, you can't work behind a bar. As you blow anything but a point zero zero, and it's a problem. Now, in other states, you can do shots with the bartender. Not saying I've done it. Not saying I haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Not saying I haven't done it as the bartender. Sometimes you you just do. You just live your best life. That's so what Christian one more Brown's year. doing. One more year. And then one I'll more year till, till, till he can just fall down drunk in public places. Well, and if you're going to intern for anybody to learn how to fall down drunk in public <laughs> places... I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, you're gonna have to learn. You're gonna you're gonna have to eat a sandwich or two. Yeah, hundred uh, percent, Jake. Cause Complex carbohydrates. You got to carb up before a night with Jeremy. That's, that's why. I, that's why I was sitting here hammering uh, chicken salad and chicken and biscuits earlier. The, Jake had never had a chicken and a biscuit. It's the best. It's it's the far superior cracker to all crackers. Honestly, it was pretty life changing. It has dust on it that I I don't actually know what that is. I think it's like beaks and things like that from chickens. <laughs> it's, it's actually it's, it's actually chicken dandruff. Uh, it they, might be. They, they give them all dandruff on purpose to be able to coat the chicken biscuits. I, I don't know what it is, but it's it's quite tasty. Yeah, and, I don't uh, even care if it was dandruff. I, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care if it's hooves, beaks. And I mean, hooves. I would be concerned if it was chicken hooves because yeah. chickens don't have hooves, at least the normal ones. I don't but, know. I don't know if you've been to any of these farms where they're getting some of the animals that you're eating right now, but them things are, they've been genetically modified a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It is the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. Um, By the way, the, 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 the quote that you were knocking on the Kansas City Chiefs rings, it's a Lamar Hunt quote. Arrowhead Stadium is my favorite place on earth. What, what is wrong with that? The, the founder of okay of american football league he's okay. the one that said it I, I get it why is that stupid i just said it was a lame quote it's is my it? favorite place to beat no it's not okay it's not it especially wasn't in in the lamar hunt times it was your favorite place to lose in the playoffs <laughs> ouch ouch yeah i get the Try to make me look like a jerk. I'm gonna say what I thought. I didn't know Lamar Hunt said it. I just thought it was a lame quote. So, I mean, it does say Lamar Hunt underneath the quote on the ring. I so just I, saw, I saw I feel it. Like that was I saw a video of the ring spinning around, and I saw the quote and went lame, lame, lame. Can't, you know what it should have said? Kansas City Chiefs. We're just better than you, and we're gonna be for a long time. Ah, there's another team that might have something to say about that, and that. Leads us right into the Sports Center update here at the top of the hour. But Jeremy's pick of the night, or picks of the night. Going college baseball. Let's go. Coming up the College World Series with its start today. And then we're going to play contenders and pretenders with intern Jake. Here's to the dads. The ones who show us what it means to love unconditionally, to laugh uncontrollably, and to live life with dignity. At Ingalls, we know that dad doesn't always get the most attention. So this Father's Day, join us in giving the dads their due, along with the neckties, golf balls, and funny cards. We love you, dads, every day of the year. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. 
Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Coffee's the closers on Get them the money! And when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. And when you get the power, then you get the work. Well, this is a fun time of the year for the wagering individuals like myself because you got no football, you got no basketball, you got no sport that any of us wager with any level of consistency. But we do have something that intrigues me a little bit, and it kicks off today this is green on green brought to you by Ingles markets low prices love the savings the college baseball world series wake forest overwhelming favorite at plus 275 but that's not where i'm going you know me i love underdogs and i love catching a good number and there are two in this that intrigue me a lot stanford and oral roberts both over plus a thousand i see no shot either one of them come out of this and i think they're both out of it reasonably quickly but LSU, second most likely team to win this. They are phenomenal. Ton of talent. I think they're every bit as good as Wake Forest. The reason they're not looked at that way, the SEC is the best conference in all of college baseball when it comes to talent and high-end teams. So they lost a few more games. They don't look quite as impressive. I love LSU at plus 380. But a true underdog, TCU, third least likely team to win this they are special offensively they're hot i love a team that's on fire in a situation like this and at plus 800 that will take a 100 wager turn it into 800 doubloons that's odds that i can get behind give me the horned frogs to win the men's college baseball world series for more find us on all the social medias at the sportsocracy and as always love the savings with angles Love the winnings with me. Mull it out. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. It is the Sportsocracy live on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. We are heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Yes, you can take us with you everywhere you go. You can also watch us live in the Ingalls studio on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. And uh, let's talk some football here on a Friday afternoon because we love football Fridays more than anything. And so we're going to play the fun game. With intern Jake of Pretenders and Contenders, or what what are you calling it? Contenders or Pretenders. There we go. So I got 10 teams here, 10 teams that have made maybe a a splash in free agency or had a good draft. And I want you guys to tell me, are they contenders or are they pretenders? So first off, you see it in the thumbnail, contender or pretender, Seattle Seahawks. Hmm. I'll answer it first because it's not hard to me. Contender. Are they? Mm-hmm. See, I don't know that they are. I, I I think they're a pretender. I don't know that I trust this offense. I don't know that I trust Geno Smith 
to do it again. Yeah, but they've been drafting so well the past. They years. have. They have, and they have a great cast around Geno Smith. But last year, I feel like they were they were a surprise team because Geno Smith completes seventy percent of his passes or whatever it was. I don't. I don't know that I trust him to do that again. With Jackson Smith and Jigba, are they going to be able to score points? Absolutely. Are they going to be terrifying on the defensive side? Could be. I'm still not sure what Devin Witherspoon is, but I but I like him. He's a hell of a prospect. Tariq Woolen, that makes that secondary dangerous, no doubt. You add in Jamal Adams as the uh as as the pass rush specialist from the secondary, along with the coverage that that team can provide. It's going to be an entertaining team, but I just don't know that anybody's that all that close to Philadelphia. Seattle would need, I feel like, would need help to beat Seattle. Or to beat Philadelphia, excuse mm-hmm. me. But that's the only one. That's the only team that I don't think on any given day they could just line up and beat you. And are you telling me that there's no possibility with an up-and-coming offensive line, a really terrifying group of wide receivers, I think you're going to be able to run the ball really well, and that defense has got a lot of dudes on it now. Mm-hmm. You're telling me they couldn't sneak up on Philadelphia? Maybe. Maybe. But I mean, it's look, a big maybe. Look, I, I, I agree with you. Philadelphia is the no-doubt one in the NFC. Mm-hmm. If you told me that they somehow wound up not being that, uh, Seattle's two. They're the second-best team in the conference to me. And, yeah, I'll take them over San Francisco because I don't know if you're playing Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Joe Montana, Steve Young. It's, it's Brock Purdy. Elvis Gerbach. It, it could be a <laughs> slew of dudes. I don't think the San Francisco front office is playing shadow games. As much as they're talking up Brock Purdy, that is the plan. Bill Budacek with uh, early contender for comment of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't the Eagles lose both co- coordinators? Not saying they'll be bad by any means, but it's something to think about. It that is was, something to think about. That was exactly where I was headed mm-hmm. with that. There's it's, something to be if, said. Let's say losing both your guys. I, I believe in Brian Johnson a lot. I do too. So I don't really have much of a, a, a qualm there. The defense is going to look different because it's a completely different setup. Could I see that being problematic? I could. I mean, how many times have we thought something was just an absolute layup and then a team goes 10-7 and seven, gets beat to playoffs? Mm-hmm. We're also just chalking up that Jalen Hurts just got paid and he's just going to come out and be the same guy all over again. I've seen a lot of guys get paid, and all of a sudden that, that first year you get a little, you're a little bloated and you're not as good. Mm-hmm. And God forbid he gets hurt. Absolutely. Because now it's well, you can't, you, and we can't forecast injuries. No, no, no. I'm just. But here, here's the thing: if if I had to put, if I had to bet my house on it, who's going to have the repeat year? Is it Geno Smith or Jalen Hurts? Well, Is the there thing- any chance you're putting your house on Geno Smith? No. Really? Oh, it depends on what you're asking me. If who's if going to have, a who will have a if equal you tell- to greater year? I take than Gino they Smith. had last year. I really. Take I would. I would take Geno Smith. Because of the addition of Jackson Smith and Jigba? No, because I know what they're asking him to do. And, and you got to understand how high Jalen Hurts put up an MVP-level year. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he won't do it again. I'm saying if you told me one of these two didn't, they don't ask Geno to do a ton. I mean, that's a really smart offense where it's, hey, get out of the pocket and make the right decision. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would. I, I mean, it'd be close. Wow. 
Okay. Uh, Lisa Evansell, our resident 49er fan, said, slow your roll there, Beard. I don't think the Seahawks are better than us They're with not. Sam or Purdy, with Trey Lance, absolutely. That's the th- To me, they're 2A and 2B. I think they do different things well. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm not taking shots at San Francisco, but has this team not let us down in the past under Kyle Shanahan because injuries happened? Yeah. And now you're going into a season with a quarterback that, A, I don't believe in that much. B, he's already hurt. Forgive me for being a little cautious because San Francisco has burned me in the past. Mm-hmm. But she is right. I do think they're a 2A and 2B. I have Seattle fractionally ahead, but not by much. I do as well. But I don't think – I. I'm still going to stick with pretender on Seattle. They're a very close contender. They're a very close contender, but not yet. All righty. So let's move on to number two. How about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Again, it depends on what you're asking me. Are they a Super Bowl contender? No. No. Are they a playoff contender? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Frankly, and I don't quite know how to quantify this. I will be shocked at whichever team from the AFC North doesn't make the playoffs. Because you look at them in a vacuum, that's four playoff teams. 100%. Yeah. They, they just are. Yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh is probably the quote-unquote worst team in that division. Mm-hmm. Look how good that roster is. They mm-hmm. can still go 10-7. and seven. No doubt. No, no doubt. I, I believe a lot in Pittsburgh. So, I... I know he's going to say pretender because he's talking Super Bowl. I'm going to say contender because I I think they could go into the playoffs and win a game against a team that's better than them. I could see Pittsburgh being a team that gets in as the seven in the AFC. They play the two, and the next thing you know, they go into somebody's house and beat them. Mm -hmm. Rosiest colored glasses? Sure. I feel like this is a team that skirts into into the last spot, the last wild card. Will they give you a good game? Sure. Will they be able to knock off one of the one of the seeds? You know, the what they play the two seed, and that would end up being who in the AFC? The Buffalo, Kansas City the Chiefs or the Cincinnati Bengals? I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe Cincinnati, Cincinnati would change that be. because of a rivalry atmosphere. You know, those games are always tough, regardless if there's a playoff spot All on right, the line. It would be phenomenal to see. Let's say things go uh, cattywampus, mm-hmm. and you get a charger team in as the two and they play pittsburgh in the playoffs i'd take pittsburgh i was about to say the exact same thing. i would take pittsburgh because of the coaching if they were to get that kind of a matchup sure but in the end you're still a pretender to me because i don't know that you could win that game and then go on to the next round and beat kansas city buffalo cincinnati uh two things from the uh, youtube comments uh west virginia willie asked a question about the new york giants i have a funny feeling we're gonna be talking about them momentarily uh, I don't know the list, uh, Jake and and Tank. They, they oh, Jake's done this on his own. Oh, you don't know the list. I don't either. know the list. Either. Oh, oh, he's dude. firing it away. I, I enjoy this. Yeah, I, I enjoy this not knowing. <laughs> that was always a problem when there was only two of us. Uh, one of us had to conspire it. Mm-hmm. Well, I can give you a hint. The Giants are on this list. Okay, uh, but they are not next up. Next up, we have the team that could be without a home: the Jacksonville Jaguars. Contender. Contender. They're a pre-contender. 100% <laughs> a contender. 100%. Oh, let me say something fun about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. They're going to be the one seed in the AFC. Schedule's that easy? Okay. They're in the easiest division 
in the AFC, mm-hmm. it is not close. And you look for the same one. thing to happen to them that happened to the Tennessee Titans. I don't know that I agree with you. I, d- I just I like, don't know that t- this team is playoff ready yet. Well, you've already won a game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You, you were you were more competitive with Kansas City than people want to let on. And I, I could see a path that, that Jacksonville's in the AFC Championship game. It wouldn't shock me at all. Okay. I mean, would they need some help? Sure. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I've said this multiple times. The AFC is going to be Thunderdome. So you're going to get teams that limp into the playoffs that have been absolutely battered. I mean, look at that, the AFC North that we were talking about. Uh, satisfied Browns fans said the Ravens have the worst roster in the AFC North. I, I'm not going to tell you I disagree with that. But I'm still going to be shocked if they're not at least super competitive for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If you told me right now a team for the AFC North from the AFC North finished sub 500, I wouldn't even bet it. Because I don't have one that I would even be willing to take a fire on. Right. At plus 500, I wouldn't touch any of them. Mm-hmm. So all of those teams are going to come out. Uh, best case scenario, a couple guys that are really beat up, everybody with little uh, nagging injuries, and hopefully you've got all your all 22 of your starters. Absolutely. Jacksonville's going to come out like they just took a walk in the park. As they played, sorry, Jake, your Colts, the Tennessee <laughs> Titans, and the Houston Texans. But iron sharpens iron. We always talk about that in football of, you know, and, and I think the same thing happened to the Tennessee Titans a couple of years ago. They got in, they, they won a lot of games gross, and then they got spanked. Well, one of them had Ryan Tannehill, and one sure. of them has uh, Trevor Lawrence. Absolutely. Which to me is a big old bag the, of I'm difference. not saying they're the same team. This is saying it could be the same end. You play one of the easiest schedules, and maybe you get brought down a peg or two once you get into the playoffs. It wouldn't shock me at all. I think this is a playoff team, and I think they're winning the division, but I don't think they're an actual Super Bowl contender. I do. I do. I think they have an offense that's going to be terrifying. I think they're a pre-contender. They're ready to be contenders next year, the year after that, and, see, that's, and five years that's down where the I road. I think they were last year. I think they took the step under Doug Peterson. You went in the playoffs and won a game that you had absolutely no excuse to win. Now, did did the the, the Chargers kind of roll over and die a little bit? Mm-hmm. You still had to take advantage of it, mm-hmm. and you put more fear into Kansas City than people want to let on. They did not go away. All right, so that leads us to our last one of this uh, before the break: the New York Giants. Let's talk about them. Are they going to be the same team as they were last season? Yes. Which is a pretender. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be the same team they were. They're the little upstart giants trying to trying to make their way in an NFC East that is going to be dominated by the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. I'm reserving my right to answer this question once I find out what happens with Saquon Barkley. With Saquon, as bad as the NFC is, I wouldn't be shocked if they were competitive in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gigi Gambling asked uh, me, if, with the AFC being Thunderdome, the NFC being drained of talent, do you think the Rams on firepower alone could sneak into the playoff and, and pull a Giants run? Pull a run? No. Uh, if you told me they made the playoffs, would I be stunned? I wouldn't be stunned. I don't know that there's a team in the NFC that would stun me if they made the playoffs outside of the Arizona Cardinals. What firepower's left? That's my question. Well, it's Cooper Cup in the message to beat the line. Right. Uh, and 
hopefully Cam Akers, the Cam Akers that you saw in the last four weeks of the season last year. But, I mean, that's the thing. The the 10th best team in the AFC is probably the two in the NFC. Mm -hmm. So weird things can happen. That's the reason I'm reserving my right to uh, to, to make a, a, a prognostication on the Giants because that is a very talented young team with mm -hmm. a coach that I love. Mm-hmm. And if you tell me they've got Saquon and they lather up and do it again, am I going to be shocked? No. Shocked what? If they somehow wind up in the playoffs again, and this time they don't catch Philadelphia in the in the second round, they win that first game and then they play Dallas or something like that in the second round, you could get to the NFC Championship game. That's not as untoward hmm. as people think. Hmm. For me, the difference between – I do think there's a level. You got Philadelphia clearly at one, Seattle, San Francisco clearly, clearly at two and three. And then I think there's a gap off a cliff to four. And I could make the argument that my four is New Orleans, Dallas. Well, Dallas is actually up there with Seattle and San Francisco for me. So this would be at five. Mm -hmm. Between New Orleans, uh, the Giants. I'm going to throw the Packers in there because they do have talent. Your quarterback terrifies me. The Lions and the Chicago Bears. <laughs> I don't think the discrepancy between the five teams I just said is that much. Okay. And I think there is a drop-off for every other team behind them. I've got the Lions clearly ahead of most of those teams that you just said. Yeah. The Lions have, have – and look, I like the roster. The Lions have officially gotten to that point. There are too many of you on this bandwagon. Mm -hmm. Is this too many? Vegas is literally daring you at this point. Is this to, to go against Detroit? And um, yep, I mean, Washington Commanders of three years ago, the Los be. Angeles Chargers of two years ago. Could very we well always be. have a team that we're too high on that we think so much of, and then it doesn't take long for us to figure out. Okay, we were wrong. It could it be we, like Denver last year? Yeah, Denver was a good one. There was a lot of talk about they could hype. possibly be a playoff team. We didn't know how bad that was going to be with Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson. I, I, I'm i full pretender on the New York Giants. It's, I, and and it's not, not really shade. Okay, uh, just out of curiosity, how shocked would you be if the New York Giants were a better team than the Detroit Lions? Detroit that I know you love, the Giants that you do love to throw shade at from time to time. How shocked? Mm-hmm. I'd say I'd be pretty shocked. I'm not even sure I would be nominally. Really? Because of what you just said. We have a team like this every year. This is the bandwagon team in the league. The Lions play, what, five primetime games this year? Yeah, something like that. I look at that roster, and I, and maybe I'm looking at it with a fine-tooth comb because I do think they're good and I mm -hmm. think they're improved. Mm -hmm. I love the, the coaching staff. But I'm looking at it going, man, I don't know that I've ever seen a team that's this – up in the air that this many people are just locked in on and i feel the same way about the giants when i hear people talk about the, the oh the giants are going to be contenders this year because i've heard that more than one time in the nfc east i don't see where yes i like brian dayball no i don't like daniel jones i love saquon barkley i like your young offensive line i i like some pieces that you have on the defense but I don't think you're there yet. I don't think you're a contender. I think you're a back end of the playoff team, if that. I won't be shocked if they don't make the playoffs at I, all. I won't either. I won't either because they're in that 
jumble where two or three of those teams are not so going to I don't play. see how you can go from being – they may not even make the playoffs to this as a contender in the NFC. Because Maybe. the NFC is that bad. Okay, all right. Because the I'll NFC from from five down is that bad. I'll give you that. Uh, I don't I don't see it, but it very well could happen. You Is there a path we could end up with three NFC East teams in the semifinals of the NF, NFC? Sure. In the, in the division route? I could see it. Yeah. Honestly, I do. Uh, Zach Sawyer, our buddy from the Dude Takes podcast, said, Boy, show got a little easier to look at, huh? Thanks for helping these old men across the street, intern Jake. I can still cross the street by myself. But this guy, it, it does help that Jake every day goes, Have you eaten today? Because you should. And I appreciate <laughs> that a lot. No problem at all. And there will be some days where you may have to actually feed him because. Well, Not we're getting spoon. to an advanced age. Yeah, I don't need anybody that close to me. <laughs> yeah, I, have this, you I, I have this bubble. Uh, if if I can extend my arms and touch another person, that person's too close to me. He's got long arms. He's and got I that do. reach. I do. I have freakishly long no, arms. No, I'm talking about Jake. Jake's got long arms. You can you can handle it. It is the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We're playing uh, Contender or Pretender with intern Jake Moore coming next our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great at home trust bank we're proud of that and that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate home trust bank is ready to help make a house your home when it's time to buy visit your local home trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, eh, Cot? Back on ESPN Asheville, this is the Sportsocracy. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're playing Contender or Pretender with intern Jake. I almost hit the button too quick, and you about got to see me with a big old mouthful of chicken salad on a <laughs> well, chicken Well, you're still chewing it, so well, we see you, just so you know. Well, it had been consumed. Just it left that lovely chicken and a biscuit dust that I am a huge fan of. Yeah, at some point, you have to, uh, you have to bail on the bite and get back on the mic. Uh, no. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Friday afternoon. We're playing the uh, fun game, Contender or Pretender, with Intern Jake. Intern Jake, who is your next subject? Who do you want to know as a pretender or a contender in 2023 in the NFL? This team is very interesting to me. We're talking about the L.A. Chargers. Go, Chargers, go! This is a contender to me. I agree but probably not as vehemently as you do. I'm not as vehement as I would have been. If anybody not named Brandon Staley was your coach? Well, I mean, remember last year I was the one screaming, give him another chance, okay? Year two could be better. And I I think it was, but it wasn't better enough. Uh, No, and and somehow this defensive genius broke J.C. Jackson. Yeah, well, I mean, almost every player on yeah, the here's, here's broke my, last Here's year. my question. After watching J.C. Jackson last year, who would you rather have, him or Zion Williamson? Oh, it's, it's J.C. Jackson. It's not close. I'd, I'd, I'd get J.C. Jackson to play in the NBA for the Charlotte Hornets before I'd get Zion Williamson. Well, that's just stupid. I know. Well, I'm curious to see. I mean, 
what do you think that their their floor is in LA? The floor, the floor is the floor. ten. Oh, ten no, wins. It's lower than that. I think it really? could be seven. It's, I do too. Really? Yeah. I do. If if the Brandon Staley thing does it, you gotta understand that defense was horror awful. And I think I love this roster so much. I just wish they'd fired Brandon Staley and hired Sean Payton because I know he would have taken that job over Denver. Mm-hmm. I, there's no doubt. That's why it took so long. He was praying, please get rid of the boy wonder. Somehow Jake looks older than. Brandon but you couldn't Staley. after he took the step. He took the step you wanted him to take. Oh no, he you got totally you to could. the playoff. Oh no, you and, and then gave up a twenty-eight and nothing lead. Oh, I could totally have fired him. I'll be honest with you. If I had been uh, um, uh, the the ownership group, which is the Spanos family, I would not have even allowed him back on the plane. Like you're going to find your own way home there, Wonderkind, because you ain't flying back with us. Because Khalil Mack might beat the high holy out of you before we get back to L.A. Trevor Lawrence threw four interceptions that game. I turned it off. Woke up. What? Yep. They won? Uh, yep. Tank can attest to this. I came in the next uh, or that Monday afterward. HWA loves football, but she will tap out on a game when it's not competitive. And she said, can we, can we just watch a movie? And I went, give it a minute. This game's not over. I live bet the sin out of Jacksonville at halftime of that game because I said I, I didn't think they were going to come back and win. I thought they were going to come back and make it. At least cover. Oh yeah, and I kept doing it. And then it, I don't remember they scored twice really early in the third quarter. And I went, I mean, there was consumption happening during this, and I went, screw it, Jaguars money line, let's go. And that was one of many reasons that my neighbors hate me what was the reason the defense was bad was because they had no joey bosa for most of the year. that was the one i think i jumped over the ottoman during the game uh no when the field goal went through that that uh, gave jacksonville the game i mean yeah. you can assume at my weight this vessel landing on a condo floor oh i guarantee you they were, they were downstairs going he fell mm-hmm. <laughs> he drank himself stupid and he just fell uh, J.C. Jackson missed most of the end of the year. Hey, but he was just bad. Year. Like when he was on yeah. the or when he was on the the field, he was just bad. Okay, and no, and I, I get it. But he was on the that. field for five games in uh, in a new defense in a new city. I mean, I can give him a break for the first couple of games, and then he goes on IR. What do you want him to do? Now, uh, I do feel like Alex Majabi, who is a, one of the great Charger fan listeners that we have of this here program, we have Kellen Moore now. I don't have any fear of your offense. It all falls in the lap of of Brandon Staley, of my fear of them. Mm-hmm. I will say contender, but I'm not. I'm saying it very sheepishly. All righty. So now we got a team that you guys were very high on their wide receiving core. The Dallas Cowboys. Contender. Are, yep. Didn't even think about it for a second. Now, with with Brandon Cooks being brought into the fold and the Stephon Gilmore addition to the defense, I think they became legit on both sides. They were they were already threatening on both sides of the ball, but then they added impact players that are going to fit what they can do. Getting rid of Ezekiel Elliott and putting Tony Pollard in as the uh, the the every down guy, or at least the 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 majority of the time guy. The, it should have happened two years ago. It's a great move. Agreed. Uh, I had, if you told me a team, how do I put this? I had Dallas in the top six when we did power rankings after the draft, mm-hmm. and I ain't backing off of it. This could, and I, I hate, 
I hate to say this. This could be the year that the Dallas Cowboys break that uh, break the hex. By the way, do you know what yesterday was? What? Yesterday was day 10,000. It has been 10,000 days since the Dallas Cowboys won a Super Bowl. Wow. That's incredible. I was You know what alive. yesterday was? Day 26,413 since the New York Jets won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I'm not throwing shade. I'm just giving you information, people. That's it. <laughs> All right? that, was not me t- that was not me throwing smoke or anything like that. I was just stating a simple mm-hmm. fact. Do you do do you trust Mike McCarthy to lead this team? Oh, to good a Super God, Bowl? no! Oh, good that's, Lord, no! That that's where I come back. No, to. but here's what you know: what I do trust. I do trust that Jerry Jones has had that moment with Mike McCarthy. Well, it's what you wanted, got what you want, but just know I'll fire you in a heartbeat. Your Jerry Jones in. sounds an awful lot like Ross Perot. Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who that is, Inter Jake? Ross Perot? Does that name uh, ring a bell? It doesn't even no, ring a bell. You have no idea who H. Ross Perot is? He does not. What is that? He came like this close to being the president of the United States. Are right. you serious? Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. What he years he, are we he ran against now? Bush. He ran against Bush and, uh, and, and Clinton. And Clinton. Yeah. And then did it again mm-hmm. and ran against Bob Dole and Bill Clinton. He was a crazy. He was nuts. Crazy he looked like. Did, did you ever see Five Goes West? Never the, the, heard of that. Oh my lord! What, what was that movie actually called? Was it Five Goes An West? An American Tale. Amer- okay, it was this mouse that had a really pointy little nose and really big ears. It's exactly what H. Ross Perot looked like, and he <laughs> loved in debates going, "Can I finish?" <laughs> Well, no. To be fair, nobody let him talk because he was the no, third wheel was candidate. And nobody wants to hear from the third wheel candidate because he was a crazy person. He was a what was he? An oil billionaire? Basically, he was mm. Jerry Jones with a pointer nose <laughs> and much bigger ears. Yep. Never thought of that. Actually, now that you mentioned it, my Jerry Jones does sound like Ross Perot. He does he? Does anyhow? Uh, the the Cowboys are absolute contenders, no doubt. They don't need a whole lot to go their way to be able to snape the uh, Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs. If Philadelphia gets fat and sassy off a Super Bowl trip Mm -hmm. or the coordinator thing is a bigger deal than we think, it's not that untoward to me that Dallas could win that division. Yep, I think they could be the number one seed as well. I think they could too. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. 92.9 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. When we come back, we'll get weird. Finish out the contenders or pretenders with intern Jake. At Ingalls, we know that dad doesn't always get the most attention. So this Father's Day, join us in giving the dads their due, along with the neckties, golf balls, and funny cards. We love you, dads, every day of the year. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. 
I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. This is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, and it's it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird if Deion Sanders has to lose a foot. He's had a lot of trouble with this. He has. He has. So he has this medical condition where the the blood flow is being impeded to his foot. It's a it, you know it's, it's some kind of vascular disease or deterioration that he he's just having a lot of problems with this. He's already had surgery to co- try to correct this problem once, and they already took two toes. Yes, I think that came about right at the end of the Jackson State run last year. It did, yes. He missed a couple of games, and we were, well, where, where was Dion? And then we found out, well, he had to have the surgery on his foot. Well, that's that's what this was about. He had to lose two toes because of this vascular disease. And now they're saying that it's getting worse. He's still having trouble, and he may have to lose the entire foot. Dion Sanders, just hear me out. Dion Sanders with a robotic foot could be the MVP of the league next year. No, no, okay, all right. I do, I'm just saying we, we're we're learning all of these things from these crashed UFOs. We certainly oh, have have the technology at our disposal oh, to go full transformer Lord. with Dion freaking Sanders. <laughs> See, this is why I don't believe in UFOs because people say <laughs> things like that, and I go, "Oh, great, great! It's all the kooky madukis <laughs> that are the ones that are trying to sell me on this." Yeah. Much like the guy who is the subject of my story, this comes from Wiltshire, England, Queen Elizabeth Gardens. Man took tree hugger to an entirely new meaning. Oh. Uh, we're in the city. We we are in the land of people that. You know, maybe give a tree a hug every now and then. This man took it a step further because he went full on cavorting no. with a tree. No. And that's no, not an allegedly because we have video of the incident. I no way. It. Did he put it on his OnlyFans? Uh, it would have been a hell of a hit. Oh, um, uh, there's, there, there's no less than six jokes I want to make right now. I can't make any of it. It makes me very sad. Eyewitnesses said, I was just walking in the park with one of my mates. We saw a man hugging a tree, thought it was interesting. We walked closer, and as we did, we saw that his trousers were down. I started recording, and he just started taking off all his clothes and kissing the tree. (laughs) After I stopped recording, the police turned up and started following the man and then arrested him. Now, that is why I told this story. He never put his clothes back on, so they were chasing the naked guy. Mm-hmm. Jake, you're, you're you're new to the program. Uh, I learned something many years ago. I was a fighter for a while. And I always said if I got into a fight that I didn't think I could win, I was just going full naked because nobody wants to fight the naked guy. It does appear that he went down without incident and was arrested by the police. 
Well, he, had, he was already spent by that point. <laughs> yeah, there's the thing. Oh, God. Make them laugh, make them laugh. <laughs> I mean, I just I don't know how you feel afterwards, but uh, running is not really in the realm of possibility for me. I just, it's also a terrible look. It's dude, As Jerry dude. Seinfeld once said, there are certain things that should just never be done in the nude, and running at full speed right. is certainly one of them. Right. If this guy had a nickname, would he be the Splendid Splinter? Oh, <laughs> I can't believe this. What? He's taking over for Ted Williams here. Old Teddy ball game. Oh, he's, he's wood sharpens wood. Let's go. Oh, it's his name. Certainly wouldn't be Woody Woodbaker. <laughs> this segment, man. This segment. Uh, it's, it just went. It went. It went in a weird way. I didn't and you say know what? It's hey, Friday. All I said was a cartoon name. That's it. <laughs> it is the sportsocracy ESPN. So this guy's facing charges. Uh, yes, he was taken into Good. custody and released on bail while inquiries are ongoing. I don't really know what more you have to do. There's like, there's a video like you, you done did yeah. it. That, you know, that's what one mean? thing that it really irks me about the judicial system is that it, it, oh, just, like, do we have to pre-trial this guy? Just charge him, make him pay the fine and move on. It wasn't me. And this is a much better story than the uh, Shaggy song from 1994. It, it, I'm just saying, I just got a jury summons yesterday. Okay. I've well, never served on jury duty before. Okay. And I don't want to at all. Because, see, I'll get a stupid case. It'll be something like this. I did not cavort with that tree. And I also saw a UFO in that park. But what about the video? Not me. And of course, I'll have the ones like, I don't think he did it. I think you're stupid and you need to sit down and shut up and let the rest of us get about the process of serving the judicial system. Mm -hmm. And if, <laughs> never mind, I was going to make another joke I, there, but I, let's just move on. Not a good call. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. We're playing with intern Jake. I mean, wait a minute. That came out wrong. Um, we're playing pretender contender with intern Jake. There we go. There we go. Uh, well, it, you know, you got You try to play good. You want to play good, and and then you don't play good. Oh, because I forgot to do that. And now it, 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 you just okay. I'm your Huckleberry. Bo Walker with a super chat for us said, "Who's the uh, Jake Wilson guy? I thought his last name was the intern." Actually, he his actually, last name is Jake. His first name is intern. And by the way, um. Would you be opposed to changing your Twitter handle to at intern Jake? I would not be opposed I think at that's, all. I think that's that's the the path. I, I think we should search it out and see. Uh, but if, I, but I'll be honest with you. I thought the same thing. Uh, I've known Jake now for what? What like three months, two months, something uh, like that. Maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. Maybe a little less. Uh, I was today years old when I found out his last name is Wilson. Really? Uh, so uh, if it makes you feeling better, uh, I called him Jake Elliott by accident for about a month. Uh, <laughs> the philadelphia eagle kicker yes because i could not get it in my head that that was not his name i knew he had a common last name but i had the wrong one and then actually i sent you his contact card and i went oh i've been calling him the wrong thing for quite some time hmm. it's okay i think intern jake's fine indeed indeed all right contender or pretender we got a few more to roll through here who's next so we got a team with a quarterback who's finally going to play a full season, hopefully. Not a guy I really like, but Cleveland Browns. Contender. 
Yeah. I think they're a top 10 team in the NFL. I would I would agree. Yeah. The I, defense is super talented. Mm-hmm. It was not coordinated well last year. Now you got a new coordinator. Uh Deshaun Watson with the full offseason. Elijah Moore. And Elijah Moore. What changes for the offense as far as their scheme goes? As far as their run pass split. Does this change all that much? They I mean, I feel like this team is still gonna pound the ball with Nick Chubb, as they should. Best running back in the NFL, or at least one of them. He's and the then you've eight. got Amari Cooper. you got Elijah Moore. This is a very dynamic offense. Absolutely. I think they're going to be very good. Absolutely. To me, they are a contender. If Deshaun Watson is that guy, which we still think he could be. I think he is. I don't think this could be. is he, he was top five quarterback in the league. Then he goes through, yeah, he had years away. I've seen guys get hurt, come back, and be just fine. Mm-hmm. And that's, for lack of a better term, yep. basically what he did. A little he, continuity. He spent a year and a half away from, from the game. A little continuity can go a long way. Yes, and and he needs that that full off season. I've, I said this the entire time as we were leading into last year with fantasy, is I feel like people are putting too much on Deshaun Watson because you're asking a lot for a guy to come in in week 12 mm-hmm. and just hit the ground running. That's I think that's a bit of a fool's errand, and we saw that bear itself out. I think the Cleveland Browns are going to be a lot closer to the Cincinnati Bengals in this division than they want them to be. I have Cleveland as the second best team in this division. Mm-hmm. I think they could go eleven and six, maybe. That's probably the, that's probably on the that's probably the high side for me. Yeah. Very rarely do I have teams over twelve wins mm-hmm. in, in projections, mm-hmm. but I would say that's on the high side. But I think the low side is probably nine and eight. Agreed. Contenders. Next. Next up, a team that they've been in the comment section a lot, a team that has three quarterbacks, San Francisco. That's a contender. They're the only one. They're the only other contender for me in the NFC. What are you asking me? No, them and the Dallas Cowboys. Can they win? Are you asking me, can they win a Super Bowl? Or can you they ask- go to the Super Bowl? Yeah. No. They I'll can't say even go to the Super no. Bowl. You're not winning a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. Period. I am. T- I, I swear to you, I will die on the shield if I, or die on this hill if I have to. Mm-hmm. If you think the NFL hasn't sat back and watched the same tape on Brock Purdy that I haven't figured this kid out in the offseason, I got a bridge to sell you. Sam Darnold will be the starter of this of this team week one, and he will be the quarterback of this team. Now with Sam Darnold, contender. Really? Yes. Brock Purdy played a – you haven't been here for the, the diatribe here, so give me 20 seconds of platitude. <laughs> okay. He beat a bunch of nobodies, did not actually do much, and had a handful of plays, most of which were sleight-of-hand magic. And I'm telling you right now, if I can figure you out, NFL defensive coordinator scan. And they are going to burn him if he is put out there as the franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold's got the talent. First time he's ever had a real team around him. So we're just out on Lance? Yes. I think everybody's out on Lance. I'm not out on him. I think San Francisco is, so I can't even really, I can't even really put him in the conversation. Got you. I, I've never seen a quarterback fall out of favor this quickly. Hundred percent. He can't get in, on in the field. In terms of just snaps, right? He can't get on the field. There's a reason they went out to get Sam Darnold, and it wasn't to be the third option. To me, Sam Darnold is the two. They'll start with Brock Purdy. I don't feel like this is shadow games. I said this earlier in the show. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are not playing shadow games with you. They are full on telling you. We believe in Brock Purdy. 
He won us eight games, and we're going to roll with him. Now, if that, however long that lasts is completely up to Brock and, of course, the coaching. And with the talent around him, I think Brock holds on to this job. I don't know if they can win a Super Bowl with him. And I agree with everything you said, that they're not playing shadow games and they're telling you exactly where they're at, which is why the first player they signed in free agency was Sam Darnold. Mm -hmm. To be a backup. Making a lot of money for a backup. $4 million? Or how much? Plus incentives. They can go all the way up to 10, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I'm I'm just telling you, I, I don't buy Brock Purdy. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, I said this during the playoffs last year. Just look at the kid. And maybe I'm stuck on the on the college tape. He's little. He doesn't have an overly great arm. And I just struggle to believe that that's the franchise quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. How many guys have I seen? Scott Mitchell. That's a really good off the top of my head that came in for six games as a backup and all of a sudden looked like a world beater. Mm-hmm. And then you turned the keys to the franchise over and they were a bum, ba bum, bum, ba bum, bum. All right. All right. Uh, you got one more for us? Last one. Last one here. This is so juicy to me because I really don't know. I don't know. Miami Dolphins. I want to say contender, but I really don't believe that. In my heart of hearts, I think there are six to seven teams that are better than them in the AFC, or at least it's debatable. I can't see you surpassing all of those teams. And for me, with Miami, it depends on the defense. Uh, Is Xavier Howard as a two back to X-Man that we're all scared of years ago? And is Jalen Phillips the dynamic pass rusher that it, uh, seemingly the analytics crowd is making him out to be? Mm-hmm. We've seen it in small doses, just haven't really seen it. He hasn't, to me, been the guy he is being sold to be, and a lot of it's because of the analytical guys. If they are, I, see, I'm in the exact opposite boat of you. I want to say pretender, but I have to say contender. Wow. All right. Anything that can score points like that is going to be a pain. And they're just ridiculously fast Mm -hmm. this may be the fastest team in the nfl ever and if it's not the last one that was in the ballpark was the greatest show on turf Mm -hmm. and you remember how that went you're in the sportsocracy and this is espn Asheville. at ingles whether we're celebrating friday night rivals televising college basketball games bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park it's all in the bag ingles low prices Love the savings. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. Who's gonna break the news? Who's gonna break the news? 
Welcome back into the sportsocracy. It's breaking news time. We don't have to wait until April of 2024 for a draft after all. Okay. The supplemental draft is coming back. Oh, but why? Because there's guys that need to be okay. Things went awry. You you couldn't be in the last in the draft earlier this year. Now you need a place to go. And there is a player, and he could be a player. That has already qualified for the supplemental draft. Baby Gronk. <sighs> no. <laughs> Did you ever see Beetlejuice? Yeah. When you say his name, that keeps him in the stream. <laughs> like, if we just ignore it, it will go away. No, Milton Wright of Purdue. Uh, he's actually a pretty good receiver. Uh, had some. He was in the portal, and there's been a lot of movement, but he was the first one approved. And this will be the first supplemental draft, to my knowledge, since 2019. Mm-hmm. This is what Josh Gordon came into the league with. This is what Terrell Pryor came into the league with. Um, there was another one, and now I can't think of who it was off the top of my head. Usually it's guys that get in trouble and get kicked off the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but rumor is there could be more to come in the supplemental draft. I can't wait. Josh Gordon? I'll give you that one. That was at least a name that we talked about for a while. He was the best receiver in football or close to it for a year. And then he couldn't stay out of trouble after that. Terrell Pryor, I mean, he was he was a hell of a high school player. And a decent he college player. He was a pretty player. good college player as well. Uh, here's what I know definitively. I would much rather talk about three players in the NFL supplemental draft than the Conca-Cola cup thing that oh, Jake come had. On. The Conca-Cola. It was awesome. I don't think USA. I don't think you're using USA. the word. I don't think you're using the word awesome, right? Come on. I yeah. Hey, look. Was it Jake? The- did you stay up and see the end of the game last night? I did. I watched the whole thing. There nice. was four red. We had cards. money on it. Yeah. Throwing out banger parlays. There you go. And hey. guess what? What? It hit. It hit. Boom. So. The yeah. kid's making you money now. This is why you come to the Sportsocracy. You know why else you come here? Daily Draft is coming up after the Sports Center update. And today it's a foodocracy topic since we were talking about the big Doss Duck boot yesterday at the uh, Madison Mallards Stadium. We're going to talk about the best stadium foods. That's going to be our draft coming up after the Sports Center update. Stick with us here on ESPN Asheville. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. This is the Sportsocracy, and we are live in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. One more hour to go for the week, and we are glad to have you along with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can hear us, take us with you everywhere you go, and of course, you can see us live on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. That way you can join us in the chat and you can get your thoughts in on whatever we're talking about. At the moment, you can throw out topic ideas. Sometimes our best topics come from the chat. You never know. And today, this is it's daily draft time, and we're talking about stadium foods. And as we're doing that, our, our lovely uh, assistant, Brandy, she keeps things running here at lovely iHeartRadio. Uh, it's Kevin, it would be Kevin Vick's spouse. She brought me a cheer one. I've never had a full one of these. And so over the course of the segment, uh, I've been told it's very sweet. And I don't, 
I don't love sweet things. It's very syrupy. I'm okay with that. I've had a sip of it before. I've just been told mm-hmm. you, do, you only had a sip, so you don't know if you like it or not. So I don't even remember what it tastes like, to be honest with you. Well, let's find out. Share a sip with us, Jeremy. Oh, that's lovely. It's delicious. Oh, yeah, that's lovely. It's diabetes yeah. in a that's, bottle. I, that's just lovely. doesn't matter. Um, it's so good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I remember this being sweeter than that. It's got a lovely little cherry aftertaste. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's fine. Now, one of my favorite things to do is mix that with a little bit of Coke and throw in a little bit of liquor, and then you got you a cherry co- an adult cherry Coke oh, like my. no other. Yeah. Yeah, you could put a... Uh, you can put a lot of things in that. Uh-huh. That's, that's that's just fine. Absolutely, you can. I may have to go buy my local Ingalls grocery store and uh, the uh, adult, the Asheville Buncombe College. North Carolina boy discovers cheer wine at 38 years too late. At 36. 36 years too late. Excuse I've never me. had one. That's, that's, that's divine. It is. It is. You know what else is divine? Um, well, uh, I mean, it's stadium foods i mean i know you can get bad stadium foods but we're only going to talk about the best stadium foods in today's daily draft um what what what's the what's the best thing to get when you're at a ball game daily draft starts off with me i guess yes. i think it's my turn in it, the rotation and then we go the opposite way Oh, we're going, going. We've gone all the way clockwise. Okay. So now we go counterclockwise. So See what we did there? All right. So it'll be me, then Jeremy, and then it'll be the kid. Intern Jake. Yes. So Jake Wilson for for those. Jake Wilson. <laughs> Whoever that guy is. For those Jake interested Wilson in will what do is. my taxes. Intern Jake is a superstar already on oh, yeah. the radio. That, that reminds me. I need to. Yeah. Go, I need to check the Twitter and see if <laughs> at Intern Jake is uh, is available. Is available. And if it isn't. I need to get up my credit card and offer someone $11 for it. <laughs> All right, so the Daily Draft, let's start off with me. Uh, best stadium food. Well, it it's tough for me, but I guess I got to go. I got to go hot dog. I got to go hot dog at a ball game because it just fits, and it doesn't really matter what sporting event you're going to. Hot dog always fits the bill. I mean, one of my favorite things is Wiener Wednesday at a local minor league team. Yeah. You can't beat that. Dollar dogs? Is that a thing? Yeah. So, I am a little bit of a hot dog snob. Okay. I, Jake, you're new to the program, yeah. so I feel like now you can break a tie that has long been standing on the show. Let's hear it. Are you or are you not a gas station hot dog guy? <laughs> Gas station hot dog? Correct. Right. You went to the hot spot earlier today. I did go to the hot They've spot. They've got hot dogs on the roller. Do you or do you not if you're hungry? I'm sorry. I'm going to have to pass. Yeah. That's, uh, see, okay. it, you don't have to say sorry to me. He's the weirdo that eats those, and I think it means he's now bionic. <laughs> There's a benefit to it. I'm a hot I'm dog snog. I need the good hot dog. If you've never had a Chicago dog, I highly recommend it. And mm-hmm. yes, you put ketchup on it. Chicago people lose me with the, we're too good to put ketchup on a hot dog. Okay, well, 50 bajillion people do it. So maybe stop acting like your hot dog is too good for ketchup. That's the one with the pickles on it? Oh, yes. It's divine. It's got tomatoes. So good. Oh, that's what it was. The cut up tomato. Oh, yes. It threw me off so the first time. I, it is good. It that's is why good. they say you shouldn't put, uh, 
Got ketchup on it because it's already got a tomato product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it doesn't have the right one. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing, Kel- <laughs> nothing goes with live sports like a hot dog. Uh, Kelvin Joyner with his own uh, personal shot at uh, comment of the day. He said, "I eat those, and guess what? Never had COVID. Boom. That's the that's the cure. That's the antidote. <laughs> Never had COVID hey, either. Hey, Anthony Fauci, get on somewhere. Gas station hot dogs. That's the solution. We're yeah. all bionic now. He's not wrong. He is not wrong. So I'm going." I'm going hot dog, best hot dog I ever had, Fenway Frank, Fenway Frank in the shadow of the Delicious. green monster. It was just, it's a magical moment. I think it's a solid pick. It, I mean, it is. It, it is the solid pick. See, I, this one's tough for me for a couple reasons. One, I don't really go to stadiums. Television has completely ruined the in-stadium uh, experience for me, unless mm-hmm. we're in the suite. Mm-hmm. And that's not stadium fare. They feed us quite nicely. And it, the, the the lowly peasants that are not in the suite, they don't get to sample the same eats. They don't get it for free like we do, but it's the same stuff. Is it? Yeah. That's uh, how so it shows how much When you're I- up in the suite, what do they give you? They give you hot dogs? They give you oh no we Bojangles had, chicken fingers oh no we we had all kinds of, the last time we were there we had all kinds of food now you were wallowing in your own sadness because your team was getting smoked by the Carolina Panthers <laughs> and PJ Walker now, now me on the other hand I was sampling all of the lovely uh, food I will say this my go to is always the pizza pizza is hmm. just a win. It's always the best pizza I've ever had and the worst pizza I've ever had are not separated by that much. It's just always good. I know I can count on it. I know, and at secret time, I'm not a nacho guy. I think nachos are grossly overrated. Now, you want to make a nacho dip where you take all the things and you take the chip that's not soggy and gross and like the 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 tongue of your shoe, that's fine. But I don't need all of the crap mm-hmm. thrown on it, making these soggy tortilla flaps that now I have to ingest. It's gross. I don't like it. So I'm going pizza. Okay. I think that's a bold choice, though, because I went to a North Carolina Tar Heels game last year. They played against Georgia Tech. That was the game where they got upset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my lady and I, we grabbed a piece of pizza. It was like 7 $8. Oh, my God. For one piece? One piece. Yikes. One slice. Huh. Not good. That's not. terrible. Have either of you ever been in New York City? No. I actually have not, no. Just go any place that says pizza. Mm-hmm. I don't care where it is. Mm-hmm. It could be a place that they're making it out of somebody's kitchen in their apartment. And I would love. It's the best pizza you will ever <laughs> eat in your life. And I would love to have that at a ball game. The problem is, I'm not getting that at a ball game. If you're getting pizza at a ball game, it's coming from Pizza Hut. Or Papa John's, that's or whatever their true. local sponsor is. It's not always true. Really, no, I've never, I've never been to a stadium that did that had pizza that was like, oh, here's some wood fired pizza that we made in our convection oven. Uh, Miami, really? I was just at the Dolphin Stadium. They have an actual spot in the stadium that just does pizza. Now that's killer, and it was stupid good. I like that. It was also 413 degrees, and I had consumed enough domestic lights that I was starting to wonder if this was going to be the last day of my life. It was also so, $413 I bet for the pizza. I, to be honest with you, that was one of those times that I went, put it on a credit card. Let's go. Didn't pay attention. Don't care. Why would you? You know you're going to play an arm and a leg in the stadium anyway, regardless of what it is. All right, Jake, what is your choice? So, 
last year, I went and watched the 49ers and the Panthers play, and I was just impressed by that Carolina barbecue at Bank of America Stadium. It was so phenomenal. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Full-on barbecue. Indeed. You can't go wrong with barbecue. Oh, no, you can totally go wrong with barbecue. Uh, it can be done wrong, uh, which I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Basically, basically anything done in Texas, yeah, you've done it wrong. All right. <laughs> wow. Kansas City, right. North Carolina barbecue, right. Then you get to Texas, and you're like, oh, well, that's – that's not good. I don't know what you did to that, but you boo-boo kitted it a lot. Could I possibly have some sweet baby rays to make this uh, gruel edible? Interesting. I'm doing a show next week that they're going to yell take. at me because I said that. Hot take. Texas One of the hosts watched this show, and trust me, they're going to hear me say, they're like, you don't understand Texas barbecue's best. Because it's beef and not pork, yeah, right? Yeah, no, that's, that's, that, that's how they treat their barbecue. Pig. Oink. Not moo. Oink. All right, Jake. I'm going to go going, back to my cheer wine. It'll make me feel a lot better. <laughs> Jake's going with B of A BBQ. What's next? Next up, I was divided between two here, but, man, you know, something about a cheesesteak makes me go crazy. Oh, you turd. I, I do, <laughs> you I do turd. like a cheesesteak. They're just done badly so often. They are, however. When you get a good one, oh my God. However. Well, I mean, but the problem with cheesesteaks, especially when I've eaten them in stadiums, typically they're left on that flat top for so long that they the, the beef starts to taste like elk antlers, and I'm just, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> so it, you got elk antlers and shoelaces, look, but it's got peppers on it. Look, I know in Philadelphia you can go to whatever the name of that stadium is. Is it still Citizens Bank or whatever? It's Lincoln the, Financial? No, 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 I'm not. Well, and that's a good one, too. I was thinking of the baseball stadium, oh. but. Oh, it's Citizens Park. Citizens Park. There you go. You can go to Citizens Park or the link, and there is a hell of a cheese steak place to get you a cheese steak. Do you go the Wiz? while you're in Philly? Uh, are you the Wiz and nobody beat you? Do you go Cheese Whiz on your che- on your cheese steak? hundred percent. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, Jake has no idea what we're talking about. What? He didn't understand Jeez. the "I'm the Wiz and nobody beats me," which uh, that hurt my soul. So the, the but he Phil- also doesn't know in Philly. Yeah, they put Cheese Whiz on your really. Oh yeah, it's, it's not just it's not just shredded cheese or mm-hmm. sliced cheese that's melted. It's actual Cheese Whiz. Oh yeah, it's canned crap. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, it's, it's delicious. And it's divine. It's delicious. But I but I will say this: um, the last time I went and sat with the commoners at Bank of America Stadium up on that third level concourse mm-hmm. there's a cheesesteak place out of this world it was the best value in the whole place and really? it was phenomenal you, you know funny enough one of the best cheesesteaks i've ever had at a game was right down the road mccormick field watching the really yeah the only times i've ever been to mccormick field were on th- this thing called thirsty thursday that you don't get to sample yet uh and and i i i that's the greatest value proposition ever they add in the uber Let's go. Uh, by the way, if you're if good Philly cheesesteak, there's a spot, and I, I'll have to Google the name of it on the, uh, during the break. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, it's right on Brevard Road, right across from the uh, Moose Cafe. Yep. So it's attached to a gas station, and their cheesesteaks are ridiculous. All right, Frank and Cleary, thank you for clearing that up for me. Uh, Mr. Cleary, we all have to be clear. It is Citizens Bank okay. Park. That's what I said. Uh, and you said Citizens Park. I oh, said Citizens, Citizens Bank. Bank. I wasn't sure... Just wanted to clear that up. Yes, it was Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. Um, 
But, you know, Philly cheesesteak, not a bad thing to get well, at a ball thing. game. Citizens Bank, it's not Home Trust, so I don't acknowledge them on this show. Right, home Trust is where you should do all of your banking. We're on the reverse of the second round here. Best stadium foods. Jeremy? This is easy. And see, this is uh, 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 Jake, Jake, my friend, uh, this is how you play the game because I knew you couldn't say what I'm getting ready to say because you've never legally purchased one of these in a game. It's beer a hundred times out of a hundred. Because all of this other crap that you're going to throw out there and go, it's the best food. You know how it tastes better? Seven domestic lights later. Okay, I feel then, like you cheated a little bit. Uh, uh, it's not a food, but okay. It's, it, it is when you do it the way I do it. <laughs> it's enough <laughs> calories. It's, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've, been over this, uh, we've been over this before. Uh, alcohol, Nicotine, protein, alcohol, anger. Those are the four things that run Jeremy. It's made from food, so I get it. Okay. Yeah, of course it is. Liquid bread. Liquid pork chop. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, pork chop? Oh yeah, you do it. Mm, yeah, mm, pork chop. I don't. I don't know what the connection between pork chop and beer is, but oh, okay. no, 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 I've just always called it that. It's <laughs> it's like it's liquid bread. I get liquid bread, pork chop, not so much. There is no pork juice in the beer. No, but I have had a pork chop in a Bloody Mary before. That was a good day. Was that they one of those concoctions full, that oh, had yeah. like all the bacon and shrimps and all oh, of the and things they on it? And they didn't use like Zing Zang. It was it was actual legit. They made their in-house Bloody Mary mix and nice. it had A1 in it. <laughs> and they had a pork chop and a shrimp skewer and I think there was a rib on the end of it. It was, mm-hmm. oh my good gracious, it was awesome. Now they boo-boo-kittied because that one beverage cost like $20 and I didn't need food. But I did want another one. Mm-hmm. So I guess they got your money out of me either way. Wow. Marketing. That's fun. I get the barbecue. I get the cheesesteak. Yes, those are great foods. I'm just not into them in the stadium. I want something that's not going to be messy, that I don't have to have a whole bunch of uh, napkins for, because I'll be honest, when I got that cheesesteak the last time, I had the juice running down my arms, and that's just really irritating. Well, Tank, in fairness, you could make a banana messy. So uh, This is true. You, you, you experience your food, which means you have to wear half of it. I see you eat every day. Absolutely. And you're not wrong. You eat like That's your food's going to run away from you. clean food. Driving down the road. Do you, do you ever make this decision when you're driving down the road? You need, you know, you, you're hungry. You, you stop off to get something to eat. Does it ever cross your mind what's on that sandwich? No, because I eat keep it in, it in the, the cellophane, which means the, the, the grossness is going in there. Or the the wrapper. Yeah, see, to me, that's too much. Like, I want I, I want something that ain't got all the vegetables on it. Oh, no, I won't. Because that's going to be messy. It's oh, going to yeah, get mayonnaise all over the place. It's going to drop off while I'm eating it, and it could cause a crash. I want something simple. Give me the give me the double quarter pounder from McDonald's. It's got nothing on it, like none of that extra stuff. It's just got the meat, the cheese, little bit of, you know, little bit of onion, a little bit of pickle, a little bit of mustard, mustard and ketchup. But it's not gooey. It's not runny. And that's kind of how I want my stadium foods. So I'm going I'm going full on chicken fingers cuz we live in Bojangles Central and you cannot go to a place a, a professional stadium around here and not have Bojangles chicken fingers. Uh I actually had a Bojangles biscuit this morning. And it was divine. When it's game time in the Carolinas, it's always bow time and that's a free advertisement. <laughs> Bojangles. Give us a call.
Jeremy at thesportsocracy.com. <laughs> we will also highlight your business in section in segments just like this one. When it's game time, it's bow time. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville Foodocracy Daily Draft. Today it is best stadium foods. I'm up next with my third selection of the draft when we return. At Ingalls, we know that dad doesn't always get the most attention. So this Father's Day, join us in giving the dads their due along with the neckties, golf balls, and funny cards. We love you, dads, every day of the year. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. It is the Sports Accuracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. We're in the midst of the daily draft. Uh, we, yesterday, I gave you the story of the Madison Mallards, the collegiate baseball team up in Wisconsin that's trying to get more people through the turnstiles with the 67-ounce duck boot beer. So today, we're doing best stadium foods. Jeremy cheated a little bit, taking beer in the uh, second round it's of the cheating. draft. It's knowing how to it's play the game, folks. Not, not a food. It's a beverage. It but is, It is when you do it my Name's way. on the door, I guess, so we'll let it go. Uh, so far, I've got hot dog, which, uh, of course, doesn't matter what sporting event you're going to, they're going to have hot dogs. It's going to be the cheapest thing on the menu, and you know me. I'm cheaper than oxygen. Uh, <laughs> I took that, and, of course, it's bow time. When it's game time, it's bow time in the Carolinas. You're going to go to the – I don't care if it's the Hurricanes – or the, uh, the 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 Hornets, or the Panthers, or hell, the Asheville Tourist. You're going to have Bojangles chicken available somewhere in the stadium, more than likely. I can't say that for sure because I don't know if there's one at McCormick Field anymore. But you get my gist. We are the home of Bojangles chicken, and it's going to be readily available, and it's clean more than anything. Now, one thing that's not clean, but it has to be my next best food in the stadium it's it, it's it's the ice cream and it's the soft serve ice cream especially at a baseball game when you get it in the little plastic hat 
and you get to put all the little, you know, the, the, the Sunday stuff on it. it, makes a mess for the kids, and then you have that little trinket forever, that little souvenir baseball helmet. I still have a stack of those that I collected for when, when I was a kid. It's just the nostalgic thing to do at the ballpark to me. I wish they did it more for football games. Give you a little give you a little ice cream football helmet that you could keep, like the baseball teams do. I feel like you can never go wrong with ice cream in I any event. Dude, you're weird. I hate it's ice so cream. So weird. I, I like a milkshake from time to time, but I'm not a I don't like ice cream. It, it's it, it makes no sense to me. It's just cold milk. I'll just give me milk. <laughs> I also milk? I also don't drink chocolate milk at all. Never had one in my entire life and never will. See, I don't even drink milk because I'm lactose intolerant. Mm. And yet you're going ice cream. You're maddeningly inconsistent. Now listen. That felt good to say that to somebody else. Uh, listen, I feel like some things are worth the trouble. Ice cream is definitely one of them. <laughs> Tequila. Yep, you're correct. <laughs> I can't believe we've gotten this far and nobody took the classic cheeseburger. I love stadium burgers. Okay. I know they're cheap. I don't care. I'm one of those. I'm weird. I either want you to go really high end on a burger, mm-hmm. like a steakhouse burger that's awesome, right? Or like the super cheap what you used to get in your high school cafeteria, because I can just slather that former boot with ketchup and mustard and gross and just. It's a solid pig. I love cheeseburgers. It is. And there's so many things that you can do with a burger, and every stadium has their own take on the burger. If you don't have a themed burger at your stadium, you're doing it wrong. What is the best burger you've ever eaten in your life? Oh. I'm really not sure off the top of my head. I, I, I was somewhere in the middle of this state, or maybe down on the coast. Uh, it was a pulled pork burger that had the best coleslaw I've ever eaten in my life on the burger. It, I I ate that like I, it was the last, like I was on death row. Oh yeah, and they mm. were about to put me put me away. <laughs> there was a place when I lived in Charleston. And there was a place I can't remember. It was called the I don't think it was the Village Tavern, and it wasn't the Village Porch. Those are both places here. Correct, but it was the Village something. Anyway, it was in Mount Pleasant, and it was this little hole-in-the-wall place. They had a burger called the Psycho Burger. And, of course, formerly Fat Tank Spencer had to have the Psycho Burger every time he went in there. And this thing had everything on it. It had chili. It had coleslaw. It had pimento cheese. It had bacon. It had regular sliced cheese. It had uh, a fried egg on the top of it. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, you immediately felt like you were going to have a heart attack afterward, but it was amazing. You know, funny enough, the best burger I think I've ever had was the day after I came back from Ireland. I was in the Charlotte airport, and I had a burger that was very similar to Tank's. But when you're living in Ireland for a month eating that bland food, oh yeah, I can't <laughs> food honestly, sucks. I don't know if my mind was playing tricks on me. Because, 100%. Right. Oh, my God, it was good. No. I, I feel the same way uh, when I eat it like a red lobster after I've been to the coast. Like, oh, this is not. It's the same thing in reverse. Oh, I've had really good, and now this is not. All right, it is Jake's turn. I saw this in the comment section. 
I'm guilty of always getting this at a sporting event. The soft pretzel. Mm. I mean, you get some beer cheese with it. It is so good. Now, I'm one that when it's over-salted, I don't really like it that much. But no. when there's a perfect amount of salt, you get the beer cheese, you get some mustard if you want. I feel like you can't go wrong with a soft pretzel. You're, you're right, but I have to have little salt. Like you get yeah. a, you get some and you go and it looks like uh, you know a sprinkled donut. Like I'm I'm out. Like I'm gonna have to scrape some of that off of there to make. I don't this like better. salt, so I'm out on pretzel from the jump. What about if it was cinnamon sugar? Because mm. those are good too. They are good. <sighs> yeah. Especially if they give you that little cup of uh, creamy goodness, like icing. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Like, 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 like donut glaze. Oh, yes. oh it's so good. So soft pretzels. That's that, that's a great one. All so, right, rapid fire. Last pick here for the daily draft. I'm gonna go with Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots. I was waiting for that one to come out. That's a good pick. That is a good pick. That's about the only way I like ice cream. Uh, my answer also a dessert type thing. The churro. That's so why good. I had to be coy so when you good. said, what if it's cinnamon sugar? And I went, if he takes churro, <laughs> I'm going to have to choose pass because I don't eat anything else in the stadium that hadn't been mentioned. I love a churro. Never had a churro at a ballpark. Oh, they're so good. So good. I mean, I've had churros before, but I've never had them at a ballpark. I can't remember if it was the old Falcon Stadium or the current one that they have a ridiculous churro. So good. All right, and the final pick of the daily draft. I went hot dog first round. I'm going corn dog last round. Again, that's another food. It's on a stick. It's clean. I could just, it's one of those things. Because to me, this is a transaction, right? I, I, I'm hungry. I'm going to overpay for whatever it is that I'm buying in the stadium. And most places have that big foot-long corn dog that just hits the right spot. Get you a little mustard on that, baby. So good. And again. Tank keeps his shirt clean. Everybody's happy. Because <laughs> if I'm at a game, like especially if I'm if I'm in Atlanta, I'm wearing my Red Sox jersey, and I don't want to get stuff on that. So, oh yeah, keeping the foods clean. Grown man that wears jerseys to work. Jerseys to work. You still say that like it's an insult, and it does not bother me. So I do not know why you think that's an insult. Uh, that's kind of the point. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. So much of life these days is rushing around from one place to another. Sometimes you just want to enjoy the journey on the way to the destination. And part of what makes it a little more enjoyable is an appreciation for the folks who help you get there. At Ingalls, we know that the people who send you on your way are the same ones who keep you coming back. I think you should take it for a spin. Are you serious? Ingles, all the ingredients for family. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. It is the Sportsocracy, and it's time for the most important message of the day. 
don't do crimes. Yeah, this is this is definitely not crimes. I mean, there's nothing to charge this guy with, but this is this is crimes against humanity. Man, just don't. Okay. The story comes to us from Elkins Park, Pennsylvania, where a guy was at home on Thursday. It's about twelve fifteen in the afternoon. There's you know a strange sound. That come that, that sounds like somebody stomping down the hallway in his home. No one else is home. He goes to investigate to figure out what this was. And it turns out that when he went outside to see what possibly outside could have made the noise, his yard in Pennsylvania, it's 80 degrees outside, middle of summer or the beginning of summer, and there's giant ice chunks all around his house. Now, he assumes, because he's heard things, that there are discharges that airplanes can give off while they're in midair. There have been reports of ice falling from airplanes. You drop it at a high altitude. It's so cold up there that whatever the, came off the plane, whatever liquid came off the plane, froze and hit the ground. It hits the ground at a pretty pretty hefty speed like 120 miles an hour so he's got like potholes now in his yard with ice chunks in it and i don't know if he's just playing or what but he says he took the opportunity to make um use of the ice while it was available so we gathered the ice out of the yard and made space space slurpees you know what liquid could have come from that plane poo water I could be. That's poo water, man. I got the poo on me. I'm just saying. Just, I mean, don't eat the yellow snow. And I'm sure that maybe these weren't yellow. In fact, the pictures they they look white. So I don't know. But I've heard stories about airplanes too dropping giant turds, or you know, that was in the the Joe Dirt movie. So it's yes. obviously real. The giant turds could be dropped from uh, from airplanes. Great exactly. documentary, Joe. Dirt. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not taking chances that I'm drinking that that I'm gonna eat a space slurpee, quote unquote. Yeah, I'm good. That's probably poo water. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to do any of that. My story comes from Wellington, New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. I like that. New Zealand, by way of Canada, a drug syndicate that tried to smuggle tons of methamphetamine from Canada to New Zealand and Australia by hiding it in shipments of maple syrup and canola oil had its ruse busted on Thursday. Here's what happened. Mm -hmm. There was a syndicate in Canada that was boxing up maple syrup and canola oil, and they were liquefying methamphetamine to put in the bottles. Well, the government of Canada figured this out. So when they shipped them away, they intercepted it, replaced the methamphetamine liquid with an innocuous liquid and sent it on its way they did this for five months mm. they tried to ship four and a half tons of methamphetamine they have now all been busted and probably will never see the light of day again and this immediately made me think so what happened on the next side when somebody tried to smoke canola oil I mean, I could see just a whale of a fire happening. And frankly, as somebody that is a huge fan of the old saying, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, I would have loved to have watched that. I could just see some idiot on the other side going, we have to boil it down more. Nope. 
It's just canola oil, stupid. Mm-hmm. Put a potato in there. Fry it up, make you a Frenchy fry. So they were trying to smoke the liquefied methamphetamine. Yes. Which, to me, would be absolutely hilarious. It's not doing anything. You gave me bad stuff. Nope. I gave you Crisco. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. I can actually hear your lungs getting fatter. Uh, Correct. Uh, In the chat, our buddy Kurt asked for an update on the Rocco's Jello Shot Challenge. Uh If you don't know what we're talking about, the College Baseball World Series is happening as we speak. First game uh, kicked off a couple hours ago. Mm -hmm. Rocco's just recently updated the Jello Shot Challenge. They are selling $5 Jello Shots. They have each team in the College World Series. They are all represented. Would you care to take a stab at who is last? All right, the teams that are in this are Florida, TCU, Wake Forest, Virginia, Oral Roberts, LSU, Stanford, Tennessee. Virginia. Yes. By a lot. It's not even close. Well, there's one more that's close to them. Wake Forest. Nope. Stanford. Yes. Uh, Virginia is at 95. Stanford is at 120. This is as of four hours ago. Florida, surprisingly enough, at 142. Mm. I would have thought Florida was coming to party. The Gators haven't showed up yet. No, they're they're not paying five dollars for a Jello shot. They, give me a two fifty bush light, tall boy. Let's go. Well, look, they're. I'm all... afraid that Jello will get in my mullet or I'll drop it on my jorts. Look, look, today's not the holiday. They all just left the construction site, so you got to oh. give them a while oh, to get to. Man, I love throwing shade <laughs> at Florida. Florida fans just loathe me, and that's fine. Uh, Tennessee, Rocky Top. What are you doing? You're in fifth at one ninety five. Oral Roberts, which is it's a Christian school, just throwing that out there, not judging, just making an observation, is at 296. Wake Forest at 447. There we go. Let's Step go. It up. Okay, Let's wait. go fighting Steve Forbes oh, showing up. Deeks. Showing up with your doctorate and business in the front party in the back. Let's I'm amazed go. you got that many Baptists to drink in public. <laughs> I drank it behind the building. That's why there's parking in the back of an ABC <laughs> store. Uh, TCU with 521, and then LSU at 659. 659, it just started 24 hours ago. Mm-hmm. LSU, formidable challenger. Who didn't see that coming? Formidable challenger. I mean, have you ever heard stories about LSU tailgate parties? Might have experienced one of them. Oh, I've always wanted to. Mm. That's one of those bucket list things. Ooh, I yes. want to do the. I, I want to do the Bayou at night. Still, just Virginia ninety five. Like, come on, you're not even like you don't even have Jeremy there. I mean, come on, your whole fan base can't even hold my drinking glass. Come on now, let's go. It's a party. You don't make it here every year. Let's go. Rockies no. is Rocco's is expecting you to show up, and show out. That they are that that's the one Cavs fan that cares about baseball. He showed up full Jeremy Green style. He's done forty six in twenty four hours. He's like, I can't do this by myself. Yeah, there's uh, there's one guy that he's in his uh, uh, his nineteenth semester at Virginia. A lot of people do that. They're called doctors. Uh, he's getting his in uh, underwater basket weaving or something. <laughs> like I just can't figure out how to go to class. 
Uh, Ja Morant has been suspended by the NBA. Remember the uh, big bombshell that they were holding on to until after the NBA Finals? Well, the decision came down today. The NBA suspending the Memphis Grizzlies star for 25 games to start next season. So he'll be back in December at some point. He's issued the statement today that I'm, I apologize for all of my behavior. I'm going to focus on my mental mental health and making better decisions. And I apologize to everybody and their mother. Okay, prove it to me. Prove it to me that you you can make better decisions. And we shall see. My biggest takeaway from this was I we said the day that the, the, the big bomb was announced, that the bomb was coming after the NBA Finals, that I would not be surprised to see him get an entire year suspension. Well, the NBA PA was not allowing that to happen. They were not. There was and, no precedent for it. I mean, Gilbert Arenas got hammered, but he was bringing actual guns into the team facility. That's, mm-hmm. that's a different story. That is a different story. Here's the thing. There are a lot of people on the side of, you know, if this had been – David Stern, this would have been a much stiffer penalty. And so Adam Silver has now taken the flack for being, you know, the uh, soft on crime NBA commissioner, I guess, at this point. And then you've got the NBA PA, the Players Association, that has now come out and said, this is unprecedented. It's too much. 25 games is way too much. And all of the hoops that he's going to have to jump through with the behavioral. Uh, uh, therapy things and all of that that that's too much so the nba pa is not going to let this go like i think they should uh absolutely because this this could have been more significant i think probably should have been more significant to to make a point mm-hmm. um i i'm i i cannot confirm some of the things i've heard uh, about john Morant in the last few weeks i will put it to you this way uh the nba better pray that nothing i've heard is true because there are things that are going on with john morant that would scare me to death i mean this is a guy that could be the face of the nba two or three years from now Mm -hmm. and i feel like you had to come down reasonably aggressively here just because of that and so where i'm at with this is i would implore the lebron james the chris paul the even Kevin Durant, the older veteran faces of this league, one of you or a group of you need to get to this kid mm-hmm. and explain to him the NBA had a really bad reputation at one point. Uh, Jake, this is probably before your time, but Tank, I guarantee you know exactly what I'm talking about. Javaris Crittenden. Javaris Crittenden, Gilbert Arenas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we had an NBA all-star literally murder his limo driver. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there there was a time that the NBA was headed down a path. They've worked very hard. Uh, David Stern, I give a lot of credit for that, to reverse some of the damage that was done there. There is a very large gap at the top of the NBA of American-born stars. And when the older generation goes away and you've got a year or two left of LeBron, maybe a year or two left of Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade's already gone into retirement. I could keep doing this. Mm-hmm. There are not a ton of guys that we watch play in college basketball, which historically either you had to be a phenom coming out of high school, or we had to see you at least for that year in college for you to become the face of the league. Right. 
There is a shocking lack of those. And the path that John Morant is headed down, you're not going to be the next one. And and that's really unfortunate because this kid is a lot of fun to watch play. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. said he doesn't want help. And, and from all outward appearances, I would agree. There are times that the the senior leadership has to, well, you're going to get the help and you're going to get it from me whether you like it or not, because it's good for the league that I helped build. Absolutely. Uh, and if I'm LeBron James, I would, I'd be the most vocal, you know, he loves to use his voice to, to scream about things that he finds to be nefarious or, or important to him. Mm-hmm. This is one that should be important to you because this is a league that LeBron brought from an ugly time in its history. And I can really put this directly on LeBron. I know the ratings haven't bounced back from, we don't do politics here, so we ain't going down that rabbit hole. This era is on LeBron, and I feel like he needs to go to this kid and just say, look, you you want to be the next me? You, mm-hmm. you want to be the one doing McDonald's commercials and Gatorade commercials and movies and things like that? You've got to stop being dumb. Yeah. And whether this thing was a toy or not, I don't care. If you walk into a bank with a with a a, a, a squirter off a water hose, that doesn't change the fact if they think it's a gun, bad things can happen to you. So I have not liked how a lot of this has gone. Uh, Frankie Cleary said Morant needs Udonis Haslam. That's another one. That's another one that I would have on a plane to Memphis mm-hmm. or, or wherever Ja is. We talked uh, earlier in the week about, I, I said the dumb thing that Jeremy reacted to and in turn Jake as well, that, I didn't think Nikola Jokic was a superstar personality. That's what I was trying to get to. He is a superstar player, no question. Did you hear him at the parade yesterday? I, I, I can't. <laughs> I, I can't play what he said because, well, he threw that word that uh, I, I substitute with falafel, mm-hmm. and he said it a couple of times <laughs> that he was rather pleased he had stuck around for the parade. Nikola, you just won the, the world championship. How do you feel? I feel great. If he dies, he dies. Like at sports, thank you. I got big. nothing. You got nothing personality wise, Jokic, and you're not going to be that guy. Hey, he John just Morant. wants to go ride horses. Leave the man alone. Sure, All right, he earned sure. it. Sure, go ride horses with Vladimir Putin or whoever. I don't care. Come Look, on. you're bad at this. <laughs> you're awful at this. Awful at what? Move on. <laughs> I, I I I don't I don't care. That's that's not appealing. John ja Morant is the NBA's chance for the next superstar. Not where he's at. No, not where he's at now. But before this, he was. He was on the path to being the favorite American star. Because let's be honest, the international guys are just not going to connect the way that from a marketing standpoint. Exactly. Jaw is the Jaw is the chance. So I completely agree with you. They got to have an inter- intervention for this kid to get him on track. Now, here's my question. What happens when something else happens? What happens when something happens during the suspension or during this offseason? I mean, has he done anything to make you think that it's not going to happen again? What's really no. bothering me is that it was a toy. No, it wasn't. I don't care if it was or not. I don't care if it was. I already told you specifically not to do this. And you flew right in my face and did it anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm not a fan of the suspension. I, I think it should have been longer. I don't care about the NBA PA. You don't have nearly the teeth that you think you do. Mm-hmm. 
and Adam Silver should approve the point. But again, for the 517th time, Adam Silver proves to me that you ain't the guy to lead this league. Yep. You're not. Because I agree with what you said. David Stern would have said, good of the league, fight me. I mm-hmm. dare you. Absolutely. And I will win. He would have started at a season. He might have been able to. I don't know if he'd have gone that aggressively. I'm. Mm, I, what I'm saying is I think that's where it starts. And then maybe there's a oh, conversation there was a conf- of we talked it of, back to half a season. I uh, Somebody on Twitter asked me what I thought David Stern would do, and it was 50. Mm-hmm. I think he would have been at 50 games, and there was no – Oh, the NBA PA talked me down. No, it's 50, period. Uh, you want to fight me? I'll go to 82, and it yeah. won't hurt me in the, in the least. John Morant, in my opinion, got off easy with the 25-game suspension from Adam Silver. The NF, they're the NBA PA, they don't like it. They think it's too harsh. Frankly, if I was Adam Silver, I'd tell him to go pound sand. And I think he will. You're in the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. At Ingalls, we know that Dad doesn't always get the most attention. So this Father's Day, join us in giving the dads their due, along with the neckties, golf balls, and funny cards. We love you, dads, every day of the year. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive marketing. Martial arts training has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy, and it is the second day of the U.S. Open in Los Angeles at the L.A. Country Club, and Ricky Fowler still on top. He shot a 62 yesterday. In fact, he and Xander Schauffele Schauffele. both shot 62s. That's the first time that's ever happened in a U.S. Open. And Ricky today... After going eight under in his first round, he's on track to go 18 under today. He's through three holes and he's three under for the day. Yeah, he will not be doing that. He has, oh, he just, he just, he just picked up one. He picked up a bogey on the last hole here. So he's now through four. And so he is at 10 under par for the tournament, two under for the day. There goes your 18 under, Ricky. Congratulations. Wyndham Clark is in second. One stroke back at nine under. Then you got Rory McIlroy and Zender Shoffley. Minus eight. Harris English 
rounding out the top five at I'm seven shocked. under par. I'm shocked how well uh, guys are doing on this course considering how little knowledge there was about this course. Uh, I, I'm also shocked how well the, the big hitters are doing on this course. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, mm-hmm. Rory McIlroy. Those were all guys I avoided going into this week because this is a shorter course in so many places. But it, it I, and I hate seeing a U.S. Open that's this high scoring. I mean, I watched it yesterday, but I was just dumbfounded how they were dragging this course. So, but it should be an interesting weekend, and hopefully, Ricky can hold on. That would be a, a great story. Uh, when when was the last time Ricky won anything of significance? <sighs> he won the PGA a bajillion years ago. And and he's really been floundering since. So this would be this would be a great story. Uh, it would be a great story if Rory was able to uh, win this thing as well. It's going to be a fun weekend in L.A. Hope you have a fun weekend wherever you are. We will be back with you on Tuesday because Monday is a holiday. So back with you Tuesday at three o'clock right here on ESPN Asheville with me, Jeremy, and intern Jake.